Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, it's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. All right, Ben, uh, we're here for your court scheduled therapy. Um, I think we'd just like to start off and, you know, ask, uh, what's your relationship with your father? Thank you for coming to my court ordered therapy. This is, um, potato thumbs minus the nips plus a bads. I'm your host, detective Ben Malone, uh, eating chicken nuggets with me tonight for the first Are they time. Real? Are they made with real chicken? I don't know, dude. What does McDonald's use? No, definitely not. No, 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 definitely okay. not. That was they fluffy. They're vegan now. And Alex, also uh, gamer freak eight five seven for you who used to listen to bads. Also got Xanafan seven eleven here, and the star of the show. I make them quack. Hey guys. Yeah. Hey boys. Howdy, howdy. Oh, I'm not that? recording a backup. I couldn't get it to work fast enough. So right, that's fine. We'll roll the oh, dice. Well. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> concerned. Again. If shit doesn't work, like we had fun tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, that's guaranteed. Anyway, um, we're here tonight to talk to you yeah. about video games, about Destiny, which is also a video game, I should say. Um, if you don't know who we are other than Fluffy... We used to have a podcast called Barely a Destiny Show, a.k.a. Bads, and Nips isn't here. So in order to fill Nips's chair, we had to get four people. That's a lot of people. That's right. Because Nips, <laughs> is that a, Nips is that a is fat annoying. joke? <laughs> no, it is now, I guess. I didn't oh mean it like gosh. that. I'm just saying. You got big you're, you're fucking mean, Ben. Jesus, dude. A man is like 6'11", 613 something like that okay he's got to wear a size what at least 12 13 okay he's got tro- he's got problems finding shoes okay I problems. Just, he's a fucking they're both refrigerators both of those both of those brothers are just big walking refrigerators and yeah grizzly bear that Nipplets. Yeah. anyway here to talk to you about video games and the world and life mm. and love mm. sadness Happiness, joy, sorrow, everything that gets your jimmies rustled. Take it away, Fluffy. All right. <clears throat> well, you can just ignore everything that Ben said. It was totally incorrect. Uh, tonight, we are going to be talking about dusting. Yes, that is right. Dusting. Everyone looks over it, but God damn it, is it important for your health? I mean, you're breathing the shit in all the time. There's like fucking dead skin hanging out on your computer. Like if you have animals, like their shit's just all up in your business. Like it's really important, guys. And and really, I think this is an important thing for us to have a PSA about. So sit back, relax, maybe grab a duster because that's what this show is about. Dusting. Change, change your air filters too, okay, people? Don't ignore it. I know you can't <laughs> see it, but change them out. What do, you, what, what do you guys do? Are you the super cheap air filters, or do you uh, do you like buy like the ones that are like forty bucks a pop? Um, yeah, not really I think sure. Think the twenties as much as I ever spend on it, so that sounds pretty bottom tier. Yeah, probably probably time to check it. That's a reminder to everybody. 
Yeah, I don't remember was, the last uh, time <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. Uh, so. I was told by by a few furnace people to uh, buy the buy the low end shit for good flow or even flow. Ooh, or I got nothing. Um, <laughs> was... Did you guys have a good day today? I did. Pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it was pretty day. good. I sat in yeah. this chair and did my work. I took a lunch mm. break, played video games with Alex. It's lunch true. breaks are important. I work with mm. a lot of people that choose not to take lunch breaks because they're it's working not good for you. No, no, especially if you get paid to take a fucking break. Like, hey, Do we're going to pay you to take this break. Nah, I think I'm just going to work through it. No, Make it grumpy like four hours in after that. Right, and then... right. No, I'm, you got to be I'm healthy. Like a, take a 10, make food, and then eat while you work. I say that as a guy that work an hour early. I make the same mistake. I work late nights and I always wind up eating like six hours after I shouldn't be at like one a.m. <laughs> and be like, "Wait a second, why am I all pissed off at like ten at ten o'clock?" He's a fan of the fourth meal. You have the Quack, hanger. What, what were you saying? Oh, I I have to get up. I'd sit at a desk all day. I'd go stir crazy. Otherwise, I get up, eat my food, go for a walk around the little. Yeah. Uh, like corporate complex or whatever. Yeah, when I was, dude, when I was in the office, I, I tried to walk every day on my lunch break just to like get outside and or whatever. Um, yeah, at home though, like I try and eat at my desk and then my lunch break, I'd like do something, right? Like walk the dogs or do yoga or ride my bike or go for a run or some shit, you know? I go to sleep, I take a nap. I've done that too. I don't understand this work, work oh, from home wow. concept at all. See, Never what you do it. is the same thing you would do at the office, only you're at the house. Mm-hmm. Never really had a job that was at the office, you know? It's kind of cool because you don't have to be fake nice to people and you don't oh. have to have to deal with like stupidity. But at the same time, you also are less exposed to like social interactions. So it has its ups and downs. Personally, I prefer wearing sweatpants every day and not commuting, though. What's the yeah. amount of sweatpants to sweat shorts? Like, give me a ratio. Um, mm. I got like four active pairs of sweatpants and sweat shorts, dude. I think I might be at like the eight or nine range now. How many so inactive pairs? Uh, no, they're all active. <laughs> I have one. I have one <laughs> pair of sweat shorts that has kind of reached that like like kind of grubby for going out phase now you know it's like a little bit faded mm. like the logo's all cracked there's some like mm. bleach stains or something on it so like maybe circle k but even then maybe not yeah, like maybe not even yeah. walmart you know yeah like mm. like neighbors maybe i don't care but like yeah i got a i got a question what uh okay. what constitutes sweat shorts versus just shorts gym shorts right Okay. Well, yeah, I'll they're made of sweatpants okay. material. Yeah, yeah, just cotton like shorts, jeans, and jorts. You know, <laughs> well, what I mean? like, like so, like, yeah, but it, yeah, they're just sweatpant material, but in short form. Yeah, I would just call those shorts, short form sweatpants. Yeah, but like shorts have evolved, <laughs> right? So you have like your, you're like you're like basketball dry fit shit, and then you have like your jeans and your khakis, and like I don't know. I'm in that first running short from my go to. I do the, the basketball gym shorts plus sweatpants combo. Mm, super comfy. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. one's under which? I like it. 
Oh, what? gym. Gym is layer one, sweatshirt, sweatpants over top. Over mm. top. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would go the other way around, you know? But for style? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's definitely a statement. That's but if for you sure. go, and you're, you're you're going Alex's way, you could, you could just ditch the pants and people are like, whoa, hold on. But no, never mind. You got shorts on. It's true. Yep. It's good for when they go to pants. Yeah. You already have a second layer of protection. That's true. Yeah, that's why I wear like five or six layers of pants every day. <laughs> yeah, just, right. just walk around with lots of pants on. Lots of trauma. Never know. A kid. I get in pants all the time. Once we started working guys... from home, getting pants all the time. Dude, bro. <laughs> uh we used to we used to get each other when we were wearing those tearaway adidas pants like, oh, not wear shorts I, de- I definitely got my homies a couple times and they got they, they've definitely got revenge on me too like you know we, i went to a high school that had like four thousand kids in it man so like you're sitting by your locker there's fucking people everywhere yeah i like, thought that'd be a dude, good idea to give to kids just, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're in your boxers Right. Okay. I'm saying that you're asking for it. If you're wearing tearaway pants without the shorts underneath, you're asking for it. Well, I I agree with that. This is the 90s, though. Like, I didn't know better. You should (laughs) have. He was first generation tearaway pants. They didn't have rules. There's no rules to be said. That, Literally, that the shirts said no rules on them. <laughs> I mean, I had, I, had, I had boxers, so what? I'm I'm wearing like you know like yeah. short swim trunks or running shorts. No big deal. Fine. You unless uh, unless on? someone was like peeking out to say hello out of the front flap, then you know. Then can you can we talk about the beauty of running shorts? Wearing some short swim trunks without the netting. Okay, that is that is the way of life. Bro, okay. I, I like so I have I have way too many running shorts. Um, to compliment my my running shoes uh i'm a big fan of the two-in-ones which are like like it's basically like a boxer brief with like short material sewing it over the top of it so it looks like shorts yeah, yeah. but you're really just wearing boxer briefs around mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nice the ones that yeah. uh have the mesh inside that just cradle the uh the boys real nice yeah see i, ha- I have short. those too but the like mm-hmm. i don't like the brief ones as much you know Cause like if you're running like those 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 seams can chafe right, like if you're out long enough, you know. You so like, that's why I like the yeah you can you can totally cut them out. But that's why I, I like the boxer ones, two and one. They they got the mesh in there to hide the dong. Okay, mm, no one's yep. slipping out. Well, it's nice because it breathes too, right? Get that yes. airflow. Don't get those sweaty balls dragging you down. I'm that's why I wear a kilt. Yeah, there well, there see, you go. That's, that's where it's at. I'm I'm about mm. to move to mini skirt at this point. Mini yeah. skirt? Yes. You know what's up? Just full blown. Running shorts are the most efficient shorts. That's all I'm saying. That's not all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I, I will say, dude, <laughs> if I have to like mow the lawn in the middle of the summer and it's like close to hundred degrees with like a hundred percent humidity, running shorts oh, are no. like the best fucking thing ever. Cause I know I'm gonna just be like sweating buckets for like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, just just let it go. Do big that, lunges. That swim trunk material man, <laughs> dries out so fast. Yeah. yeah. Well, Fun it does feel, feel weird when I ride my bike with no shirt on and and the running shorts because when I sit down, the belly just leaves that circle like you peed your pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny, dude. 
it oh. is when you're sweaty when you ride your bike in the summertime, especially down here in the south. Mm-hmm. Dude, I I am I have been jonesing for for bike stuff lately. I took out I took December off. Like I just ran all December, and I took the fat bike out two weeks ago. I was like, oh, I forgot how much I love biking. But there's snow everywhere, so I can't ride my fast bike. I got to just low and slow, limousine style. Mm-hmm. You had to take the S out of the fast bike, okay? So just yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I did. I got new tires for my gravel bike today, though. H and, Agent H and I are doing a 124-mile race in April, 200K. Nice. Wow. So oh, I had to get some some knobby tires to survive the gravel. No kidding. How how is gravel gravel biking? I like it, man. Really? I, I did a I have slicks that I did a fifty miler on, and they were fine. It's amazing. It's amazing growing up what you thought a mountain bike was required for, but like you can you can you can go over some off road shit with just wide tires and. A light bike and a can-do attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, didn't you I've almost see somebody die in things. that race or something like that too? I yeah, I I don't know if he actually lived or not, so he might have been dead. And I had to walk by he him, have passed like by. Oh, like geez. like like two Whoa. or three feet from his head that was bleeding everywhere. Walk by him. Yeah, it Whoa. sucked because it was Whoa. like a minimum maintenance road, and there was a stream on one side and a huge drop on the other. So like we all stopped and I couldn't see what was happening. And, you know, there's like 20 people stopped in front of me and they're all walking single file. And I, we just thought the road had like gotten washed out from the stream. And uh, now this dude had hit a concrete. He like the road like dipped down like this and went flat and went back up and it was concrete. So like the river could overflow across it. And he must have just cleared the drop and hit the other side and just impacted and so oh he was God. just laying there motionless, dude. And there's like a stream of blood coming from his head. And we just had to walk by him like single file and then keep riding. Yeah. yeah. Scary. It's uh, yeah, it fucks with you when you're yeah. still have like 40, 45 miles. To go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> That's why you wear a helmet. Yeah. He had a helmet on too. That's a fucked up thing. Whoa. A helmet with a face mask. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just like too. full on bubble gear. You need like one mm. of those avalanche suits that snowboarders use, you know? Like, so if an You're avalanche comes, they just like, yeah, they just turn into a balloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Ben, you need that for, for uh, BMX. So, like, if you're about to biff it, like, you just hit your chest and just fucking pillow out. Can't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> There's never a situation where I'm about to biff it and be like, I could take a hand off my bike right now. <laughs> yeah, no, you can. Like, you get to that split second, like, I'm going to fucking die. And, like, you hit, you save yourself. You hit the chest. Yeah, you just know, jump you click. off of your bike. And yeah, it's a wearable just, airbag. You don't know you're about to die until your head's already on the ground. <laughs> Sometimes you have that oh fuck moment. <laughs> Not that you can really, like, do anything in it, but... <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, Do not have those primitive twice. moments. Jesus, what, what's that? No, you you don't I've have those moments like, where you're like three seconds before doing something, and in your brain it goes, "This is a really bad idea," and you're like, "Ah, oh, no, it's fine." And then it, yeah, <laughs> it's, a bad idea. So, it's the I've made a huge mistake. Happens, usually, it doesn't happen at all, or you're in the air and you're like, "This is gonna be bad." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
that's, well, that's what I was assuming, right? Because I mean, between like snowboarding and skateboarding and and rollerblading, like I've definitely had those moments where you go off of a jump or you're going to hit a rail or like you just you you know as soon as you take off, you're like fuck, <laughs> like you know <laughs> you messed up. Like snowboarding, you probably know it more than skateboarding because skateboarding yes. kicks the snow the board away. But snowboarding and, and bikes, you're like in the air and you're kind of sideways too much, and you're like, ah man, I'm not coming. Yeah, back like, <laughs> dude, the getting off a of balance thing is like it's, it's such a shitty feeling. Or the wind really catches is. you and you're like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then there's definitely those moments where you don't know until you land. And then you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. You just catch that random root or something of the sort, and you're just like, well, my face is scraping <laughs> across the concrete now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Real life video games. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys. I, uh, today, um, I was asked today if you had five lives like not you're going to die and start over like you you die and come back exactly where you are age wise if you mm. had five lives what would you do and i was like i don't know like be a cop or something i was like i already do risky stuff i don't but i don't still want to want to do a trick where i feel like i'm gonna die yeah weird but do you want to you want to be like you want to go stuff like that's the part i don't want to go through is the pain of dying yeah I figured if I had five lives, I might as well use them to um, do something good. And one of the lives, though, I would use skydiving without a parachute. Dude. Uh, no, thanks. No. <laughs> no. I use one of them to go regular skydiving. What do you mean? No, you just go no. skydiving and act like you, you're you forgot your parachute. You like jump out and you're like, oh, no. So like, <laughs> Joke's on you. How- how how instantaneous do you come back? I have no idea. We'll find out. I'm th- I'm imagining it's like Crash Bandicoot rules. Like you know, you're good. Just tick down one off a ticker, and you start start so, back at the beginning of the day or some shit. You know, latest continue point. I was wondering if you could like pull off like a like a like a giant bank robbery, right? And they like shoot you as you're running away, but like you just you just pop right back up and continue to leave with the money. And then they, and they shoot, shoot you down again. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, you get you, got, you, got, you have five tries five to get to your car. <laughs> so, how many people have this ability to die five times? Is just it just you? you? Okay, mm-hmm. I would probably sell the uh, tickets to do the um, what do you call it? The uh, the most challenging hunt, hunting the man. most dangerous game. Yeah. So you're just you're you're the the prey, and you sell tickets for people to be able to try to kill you do it four times and retire what if, want, what if you do it one time and they just pop you five times in a row out there they just like hold you down they're like it's just ruin it for you man you need a safety net I wouldn't get, but, that's man, true i don't I mean, know if they would get their reward that way though right hopefully you'd have a safety net in place no their reward is just being able to hunt a human hunt a man mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i want to know though mm-hmm. Tell me the process. If this were to like you, you <laughs> talked about it today, and you're like, tomorrow I'm going to start selling tickets to hunt. <laughs> who do you start talking? Like, what do you do? Yeah, who? You, first of all, who's going to host that uh, that bidding war? Like, that's the most important part. You need your yeah, come you need, hunt like, on my ground, base. right? Yeah, you start by googling Black Web. 
yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just get a list of people who are private island owners, and I feel like you've got a pretty good place to yeah. start right there. Start right there. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Um, that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> you don't own it no more. A few years late on that one. Yeah. yeah. And Does that's not, not what he did on his either? island. No, I mean, you never know, man. <laughs> Loose lips sink ships. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't trust. What's that? Loose lips sink ships is probably already a band, right? They write screamo music. I'm assuming. They should, they I, I would definitely ass- if they don't. Yeah, I mean, there's probably a band for sure. Um, yeah, I wouldn't put it put it past anyone with that much power and and uh, money and influence to say no to anything that people ask for with the right, you know, amount of cash. Like, oh, can I have sex with this person and kill them? Sure. An extra 500 bucks. <laughs> you know, like hey, Steve, you can make an extra 500 out of that. Right. Yeah. See, yeah. he was about the business, a couple so. million that they would have to pay <laughs> to be able to. Oh, dude, to I, hunt I'm a sure human. Yeah. all that is billions. Yeah. Five yeah. million dollars and 500. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I know how you start. You go on, um, you go on Facebook, and you you find those pictures of people posing with like giraffes and elephants and stuff like that, or lions that like get in poachers? trouble. Yeah, you just get the word okay. out to poachers. That's that's how you do it. I don't think most of the poachers are paying to poach. I think they're poaching to get paid. Well, I mean, the ones that post the pictures with it are paying to be able to go to, to hunt the thing. Rich like people. Very, yeah, rich people. Those are the ones you want. Very like Game of Thrones <laughs> king vibe. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's not to make out hunting. I've got mm-hmm. money. I'd like to stare a boar in the face. Oh, it'd be kind of fun to hunt Ben with a helicopter and a machine gun, wouldn't it? No, I'm too slow, dog. But I, I mean, that's why it would be fun. <laughs> oh, we did do your bike, of course. Like, We've so rented like, this helicopter by the hour. <laughs> we were going to be done in under an hour. <laughs> well, what if you played just real life? Where's Waldo? You know, you got to dress up like Waldo, go into like the mall on Black Friday, and see if people can find you. That would be fun, and no one dies, or you know gets boned. Yeah, but you don't have to. That you don't have to have the ability to die. Four We've times past come the back. death. <laughs> yeah, you could just you could just keep the whole five times and uh you know not tell yeah. anyone. Just go about your life. Well, that, yeah, or you do, commit yeah. commit crimes that result in the death penalty because if they successfully kill you and then you're still alive, you served your yeah. sentence. But then you have to live in a cage for like years in the prison system. Like that's just not worth it. There's or no crimes attempt, that I want to do. You attempt crimes in which they're more likely to use lethal force at the end if they're trying to catch you. Mm-hmm. You know, Those are crimes you, don't oh, you mean like speeding? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you were doing eighty and a seventy. You're dead. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I run out of weird things to talk about. <laughs> um, is it is it uh, is it still pretty warm where you guys are? It's like forty uh, today. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. Okay. It's oh, that's um, people are freaking out though because it's supposed to snow on Sunday night. 
Yeah, but that shit oh, yes. makes a difference. Dude, they were selling sleds down here. Are you, Dan, <laughs> are you still, I know you were talking about moving. Are you still in the Carolina areas? I'm in North Carolina. Ben's North, in South okay. Carolina. South. And then, and then Alex, where are you at? I'm in Ohio. Okay. And then Quack. Here, but I'm in Phoenix. It's nice. Oh, so yeah. So Quack has the nicest weather right now. Yeah, You're kind of where I am, Alex. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I went to the grocery store in a t-shirt today. So it's still pretty nice. It's just, dude, yeah, it's been, it's, we've had in the past, like three weeks, we've had more than a handful of days that were like double digit negatives, but the oh, last gross. three days, it's oh, been like no. 32 and above. So it's, it's literally been just wear a hoodie outside, wear a hoodie everywhere, even though it's like 32 degrees, like it's 50, 60 degrees warmer than it has sure. been. So it's like, oh, it's fucking oh, yeah. beautiful outside. You know, because that's how the body works. Yeah, <laughs> it was like 17 here for a couple of days until like today was like 38. So it was like, shit, dude, it feels great. Barely need the jacket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I went for, I went and picked up my bike tires today and I was like, do I need a jacket in the car? I'm like, nah, dude, it's above freezing. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're worst good. thing happens is I'm inconvenienced a little bit if someone hits right. my car. I'm going to be chilly. It's cool. Yep. Like springtime in Ohio, when it hits in the 40s, you're like, I'm taking my shirt off. Yeah. This is great. Right. Yeah. Stay in the sun, you're fine. Mm-hmm. And then you take it off, and then everyone's like, it's so pale, and you're so ugly. Please, <laughs> please put it back on. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. It was uh, 70 degrees on Christmas. Fuck. That's what uh, my wife and kids went to uh, St. Louis so they could so they could see grandma and grandpa. And my wife could hang out with her parents. And uh, she said it was like 70, 80 degrees there, too, on Christmas. I'm like, Damn. dude, it's cold as hell here. How yeah. cold was it around you, Steve? Mm, he's <laughs> not here. I think cold. he just doesn't like the listeners, and yeah, that's why he's job. not talking. It's true. He's got that weird green wall behind him. I'm not I a see fan. see him pondering now. Oh, um, okay. Do you guys ever eat at Subway? No. No. Uh, on purpose. I worked there. All right. So, like, it's kind of a lower tier sandwich shop, right? As far as sandwich shops go, like, you could get New Jersey Michaels or James Jonathan's. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's like better options. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, my kids love Subway, right? But my wife and I are like, there's better options out there. You can put them up for adoption still, I think. Dude, we had, I mean, like by us, we have like, we have like Jersey Mike's and and Jimmy John's and Witch Witch. And, you know, we have like other franchise options, if that's what you're going for, for a sandwich, right? But they're like gung-ho like Subway, right? And I haven't, I haven't been there in a bit because the one by us, like they can't, they don't, they don't pay their employees shit. So they're never fucking staffed. So like half the yep, time, yep. like they're either closed or they don't have their drive through open. Like, because the logic is if they don't have someone to work the drive through, they don't have the drive through open. It's like, there's no one fucking inside and there's three of you, but you can't have the drive through open because there's no one officially on the drive. Close yet. the inside, right? Somebody's got to do the bread and the meat. Somebody's got to do the topping. Somebody's got to so, do the Right, right. So. I just got annoyed with them, right? Because they're either closed or they're like, no, fuck you, come in. And I'm like, there's three of you fucking working. Like, open your fucking drive through Anyway, so I haven't been there in a minute. I went there. We went snowboarding with the kids yesterday. 
And I was like, well, I'll grab them Subway. They can eat that real quick and then we'll head out to the hill. It was fucking like 20 bucks for a foot long and a six inch. That's all I got was a foot long and a six inch. And it was 20 bucks. And I'm like, what the fuck, Subway? No way. Isn't that insane? Yeah, dude. Yeah, and and there was no double meeks, no nothing special, like just straight up sandwiches, no extras. It was somebody like, charged a tip to your card or some shit. Dude, no, no. I looked at he, when he rang it up, I'm like, what the fuck? And I look up and like six inches were all like seven, eight bucks, and footlongs were all like oh, thirteen to fourteen, and I'm like everything costs no more, fucking yeah. way, man. Yeah. Like I'll mm-hmm. I don't care if my kids don't like Jimmy John's, like we'll go to fucking Jimmy John's or Jersey Mike's. Like you you'll learn to like that shit. <laughs> or just get a proper sandwich at a deli. <laughs> right. You'll learn to have some goddamn taste. Does Quizno still exist? I don't know. Uh, the ones by I us shut so. down. That's a great question. In a couple places I've I've heard I've heard rumors, I've heard rumblings of the Quiznos. The no, they probably went under old. after that freaking weird commercial with those like googly eyed yeah, like, blob fucking, things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like taxidermist rats. Nightmare fuel. Yeah. What um, the hell was that? Harry, who, I don't know. I don't know who was like, yeah, this is a great idea. We're going to sell lots of food with this really <laughs> disgusting animal. Now, right. How do we feel here about Mr. Hero? Does anybody like a Roman burger? I, I, I don't, don't know. We don't have Mr. Hero. Oh, that's yeah. so good. I don't know. Every three years. A Roman burger, and then you get the, the, the fries with the cheese the dip. The waffle fries. A waffly fries with a cheese dip, yeah. By the way, the worst waffle fries, fries or worst fries in general, Chick-fil-A. Always salty. Fries with cheese dip sounds like a Wisconsin thing, dude. It sounds like an American thing. It sounds like it's, pretty, it's definitely a lot Midwestern. of people thing. Yeah, big Midwest for sure. energy for sure. Yeah, yeah, that is a uh, German immigrants settling the land energy. Yes. Yeah. Davis and cheese, what God meant. What God, so what God intended. <laughs> That's right. You know, it's weird. Okay, I, I got to ask Fluffy this, and also to use Quack. Do you know what JoJo's are? No. Uh yes. Potato. I don't know. I don't remember offhand. But it was explained to me when I went to North Carolina for work. Okay. They're called JoJo's. I don't think they're called JoJo's here. Everyone down south is like, oh, you mean potato wedges? And I said, no, 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 no. A potato wedge Mm -hmm. is still approximately a fry size. A JoJo Mm -hmm. is like a fourth of an entire potato. Yeah. Yes. Also, they're baked. Potato wedges are generally fried. Oh, okay. You know, the royal... Them in the in the the pressure. Wait, what cook. if what if you what if you fry the potato wedges, but you're baked? Does that change <laughs> the dynamic of what they're called? Well, you, can, you can count on that. If Kevin Bacon put bacon in the oven while he was smoking. <laughs> is that a baked Kevin Bacon? Bacon, bacon, bacon while bacon, bacon while bacon. Did you guys hey, ser- seriously? Uh, did you guys see the articles floating around this week about? Um, about uh, candidates from CBD and THC edibles blocking COVID. Yeah, that no, shit didn't work for me. <laughs> well, apparently, apparently it I makes a difference sick. if you smoke it or eat it. Because if you smoke it, it changes the 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 canids or whatever. Like it chemically changes what you're getting out of the plant. 
but I think it was the University of Oregon published a paper that said like eating. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what I. That's what I said too. <laughs> like eating edibles um, with certain canids in it, like blocked receptors in the or blocked Ooh. shit from entering the body. I have not heard uh, of this. I got yeah. half a brownie in the freezer. Hmm. I mean, there you go. At Applebee's when go. I was still there, that my cooks didn't ever get COVID. Hmm. <laughs> mm. And they were always, <laughs> were they always eating edibles? <laughs> I mean. Restaurant like chain restaurant cooks are more often stoned than not. Yeah, I worked yeah. at plenty of restaurants growing yeah, up as a high school so, kid. Yeah. yeah, I'm really torn on like the whole like restaurants as your first job thing, right? Because like you get to experience like really horrible management sometimes, or like just really mm-hmm. like like horrible adults that don't have their shit together, but they're mean to kids, mm-hmm. but it makes you work hard. Right. So it's like, it's like, is it worth it? Because you get this like bullshit environment that you have to really bust your ass in like, or is it bad? Because then you meet all the line cooks that introduce you to like drugs and partying and stuff at a really young age. <laughs> I, I think everyone needs to experience it for sure. I mean, I turned out fine. <laughs> oh yeah. That's debatable. <laughs> Working in, in retail, there are so many of the, the my coworkers that are like 18, 19 years old, and they complain about the place like it's the worst job in the world. I'm like, you work in a shoe store. Go work at a McDonald's. Tell me that this is worse. Right. Tell me that, that standing around and folding shirts is like the worst thing in the world. And well, uh, and, and I mean, to be fair, like um, you can obviously get someone who's good right like someone like zan was better than any manager i ever had that i worked with and i had a couple cool ones but man some of the asshole ones were just like top notch like dumpster fires like people mm-hmm. complaining about like oh this lady was so mean because we didn't have our shoe size i'm like have you ever messed up someone's food they're much meaner than that oh yeah <laughs> much, much meaner people become different when you fuck with their food yeah yeah food mm-hmm. or money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Oh no, we didn't have your size and you didn't want to order it online and get it in three days. Sorry. Mm, mm, mm. Not the same as now I don't have lunch. You're going to die. <laughs> Not the same right. as I had to use my EpiPen because I'm allergic to peanuts and you put peanuts on my sandwich. I ordered this steak medium well, and it's definitely a medium medium and not medium well enough. And then you send it back to him and the cooks throw it in the microwave and you get it back and you're like, oh, it's the best steak I ever had. Yep, that's literally what happens. Or yeah. if they're behind and you order something chicken, that that crap's going in the microwave. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> dude, the, the microwave steak thing is my favorite though, because like they like yeah. they actually like grill the steak, but you send it back, you're getting a microwave steak back on your plate. But well, then I mean, they switch plates so the plate isn't hot. And one hundred percent of the time, that cook is mad that their food got sent back, well, whether oh, yeah, they yeah. actually whether oh, they messed yeah. it up or not. They are yeah. like, this is, you sent, they ordered medium rare and you cooked a, a well done steak and they sent it back and you're mad. Yep. You know, that makes sense. The, the one, the one skill that, that really, I think I learned from serving and that scenario specifically is uh, how to play blame it on the customer, even if it's my fault. 
Like you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you you like fuck up the order and like the order is fucked up because of you, but the cook doesn't know that, right? And the customer doesn't know that. They can't see each other. So like yeah. as a youth, I quickly learned out like I gotta play this off like it's the customer's fault. I'm like, yeah, man, he told me one thing and you know customers are fucking idiots i don't know what to tell you i'm on your side buddy and then you bring right. the food up to him and you're like no no seriously i had exactly what you asked for i don't know why they can't read like you're idiots back there we'll get it fixed for you oh man and i don't know i don't know fluffy you never had to do um like bump screens in in the restaurant did you bump screens. You what bump screens like did you have paper tickets that had no. the orders on them? No, all of, like, I worked at three different restaurants, and they were all all digital. Everything oh, was okay. workstations. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because also um, 100% of the time, the cook is like, let me double check that, and they're hitting buttons instead of cooking all the other food that they have, just so they can prove that they're not wrong. Oh, that their yeah. shit is not, oh, yeah. oh, you mean, like, bump <laughs> screens, like, the digital order bumps off the screen, and they, yeah. they like, call it back? Hmm. No, our systems printed out tickets. Like you had to oh, go yeah. to it was like, but I worked at I worked in restaurants in the '90s when I was in high school, and then I went to college, and then when the club closed in the late 2000s, I picked up a restaurant gig to pay the bills for a little bit. Well, because when I entered the bank, I was getting like minimum wage, so I was working double jobs, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even then, like it was still like go to a workstation, it prints out a paper ticket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That 100% of the time we'll go back and they'll recall and look at all the press orders and be like, nope, it says here this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Got to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yep. So that that happened. Talked about working in restaurants. Who wants to work at a restaurant now, guys? Oh, man. I'm trying to get out. You said that after hearing about the line cooks, yes. <laughs> it's an excuse to be mad and if they're short staff you'll never get fired for cussing people out one of the line cooks we had do you guys have baker square they you are? they had one in ohio i think i don't it's know like if it's a, still there if for those of you that don't have it it's like a perkins but they specialize in pies right so their food was sort of like a like a perkins um better than a denny's but but their main attraction was they they did good pies right and they had a shit ton of them like we had like just display cases of pies. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our line cooks when I was in high school uh, was an ex Philadelphia Eagle, and I always kind of thought he was like bullshitting you know because I had heard the stories and heard him talking about it until he brought in his fucking tops like card. And I don't remember if he was a lineman. Like, yeah. I don't remember if he's offensive yeah. or defensive. But mm-hmm. can you imagine, like, being in the NFL, having a card made of you, and now you're working as a line cook in, like, a medium-tier restaurant? Like, you, like, saw your dreams. feel bad, right? Right? Yeah. Right? Like, fuck, man. You wake up every right. Sunday, and you're like, this ain't right. Right? Mm. I know. That's the thing, though. Like, um... NFL players specifically are not taught what to do with their money. And most of those people come up from poor backgrounds and things like that. And they like, they make it and all of a sudden they have a ton of money and they don't know what to do with it. So um, there's actually organizations out there to help, you know, ex pro athletes because they didn't manage their money properly. And like, 
I mean, it, it's a basketball too. Uh, Delonte West is homeless or was mm-hmm. from the Cavs back in the first mm-hmm. LeBron run. I think uh, mm-hmm. like football too, they have all the head injuries, right? So yeah. like you're making you're making bad decisions anyways to make concussions. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Right? Yeah. Right. Um you guys playing any video games lately? Oh, too many. I've played uh, one or two. Yeah. 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 Who wants to kick it off? I want to hear what you guys are playing. Well, oh, man. Man. I'll start it off here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've actually been playing a little bit of Destiny lately. Um, I'm on that Conqueror grind right now. Um, So I've knocked out the three easy ones this season and uh, had a couple runs at Proving Ground last night, but just some wonky Destiny things kept us from getting it, you know, bosses dealing damage through cover. Uh, Res is ending mm. up in a wall, so you can't pick somebody up. That kind of thing. That sucks. So, um, that is that. That sounds like is that pinnacle activity from season of what chosen or something like that. Is that what that no, is? No, that's the uh, night falls on the hardest difficulty. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think they're at like thirteen seventy or something. It's well, oh, and then it's just stupid like champions and overloads. And- yeah. And yeah, it's one like of those all that where, other bullshit where like That's if wrong. you take a single sniper shot, it's just you're dead, you're down. Yeah. So going into each room, it's like you got to know the positions of all the enemies and have a plan for all three people and mm-hmm. be like, all right, as soon as we drop in, you are taking out the sniper on the left. You're taking out the sniper on the right. You are taking care of the champion. And, you know, I mean, each run takes 30 plus minutes. So you're kind of invested and then it's got oh, the uh, the Destiny one extinguish. So if everybody goes down, it's just right back you to wipe. orbit start from yeah. the beginning. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Um, That's the you, you, that? you get a title that says Conqueror. Um, okay. Okay. And then each season they have a different rotation of six nightfalls, so you can wild. Uh, get the title over and over. So I've barely tried. I've, I'm like almost ready to start running legend stuff, and like I tried to like do like a legend solo lost sector, mm-hmm. and just got just destroyed. Yeah, is that, is that what level funny. is that at? Uh, I think those are right at like the power cap. So okay. I think those are at like thirteen. Legend is 30. the one step up, and then and then what's the next one? Is the next one master? master. Yeah. Okay, I've done yeah. the legend ones, not this season, but previous seasons to get whatever mm-hmm. exotic Exotics, was yeah. hot in the crucible at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is having done a Destiny podcast before, I had zero idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Lost Sector <laughs> made sense and sniping. I uh, understood that, but wow, it's been like, I don't think I played Destiny in about two years and in two years it's the, the verbiage is completely different. It is. And, and this is the first season that I, I popped back in after taking more or less the last year off or so, but I, I, this is the first season I'm back and it's a lot. I've been learning, you know, I've been, I've just been catching up on how, how the end game is even structured or supposed to be. And yeah. now that I'm, you know, I'm almost there. I'm getting like, you know, I'm getting like 1325 drops and stuff like that. So they've definitely but, done a lot of the stuff that I think 
Destiny wanted to do for a long time as far as sure. like build crafting and being able to kind of build a character that performs differently than other people's characters with your mods mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. That shit's really changing in a, a, about five weeks too. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty yeah. excited. I was not a big fan of the announcement today that masterworked weapons are not going to drop orbs anymore. And you have oh, to, really? I didn't yeah, see yeah. that. That sucks. You have to use a mod in your helmet, which is already a crowded slot, and you have to match it to your element. So you'll have to put on like a void mod in order to have your void weapons drop orbs on multi kills, which was stupid. I, and it's just, I mean, it's bad messaging by Bungie. Like, you're trying to get people hyped up so you lead with bad news. Like, what are you right. doing? Well, and then there goes all your charge with light builds, you know? Yeah. Which, What's the point of running that shit anymore? And I understand it. Like, charged with light builds are definitely, like, far and away better than everything else, the same way that Warmind cells were before that. But if you're trying to nerf those, then come out and say, hey, our intention is to make those not as good or whatever don't just be like oh yeah you know how you didn't like master working all of your stuff just so you can get orbs well now we're going to make it a mod and we're going to put it in one of the worst spots we can put it and it has to match an element and good god yeah uh, you would think like if the if if it was like a charge with light thing you would think that they would just make it so only super orbs work instead yeah. of the smaller gun yeah. orbs exactly it's an old um, MMO it, nerf trick to nerf things they, without they, really nerfing them. But they already nerfed cooldown times for supers, and they're getting nerfed again in mm-hmm. five weeks. So, And all the void yeah. subclasses are getting reworked. I am excited. Yeah, that'll be that. fun. I'm be excited hot. for that. Yeah. Just to that'll be a lot of fun. They're, Zan, they're doing them like supers for void, at least, uh, like it was in D1. Oh, so it's so, just like you just pick whatever you want. That might be the thing that brings me back because you know I'm a permanent sentinel boy. Yeah. So. so you can you can run like you can run run like like bubble and melee shield with punch, you know, or like some shit like that. Like you could craft your own melees and grenades and mm-hmm. abilities and all that shit. Ooh, so you can nice. run like like a hunter can run invisibility dodge and flawless execution at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. And that's you said five weeks? Yeah, when Witch Queen yeah. comes out. So yeah. that's February one week after. 22nd. Yeah, one week after Horizon Forbidden West might be doable. Mm-hmm. A couple <laughs> days. Yeah. The thing and then I really I've want Destiny the, uh... to do. Oh, go ahead, Quack. Oh, I was just going to say, I've also been running the uh, the dungeon. The new one is really fun. I like that. It's quite fun. A bit. Yeah, yeah, I want to get I, I need to find more people to run it with myself. I I ran it once. Uh, I was guided through it and it was a ton of fun. I started uh, when I came back. I finally got comfortable running in-game stuff. I did the um, oh, it's the dungeon in the tower, whatever that one is. Um, oh, that was the um, first dungeon I ever completed, though. The first yeah, the had, one like, with the kill echo at the end. Um, yeah, um, prophecy. Prophecy. Uh, is it, yeah, is that the, yeah? That's the one with the is that the one with the ribbons that you mm-hmm. that you yeah. go across with the yeah. sparrow? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's super dope too. Uh, that was really cool. Fantastic. When mm-hmm. it comes yeah. to raids, dungeons, that's really where Bungie shines. Well, and the dungeons really have like been the fun. Because, 
Yeah, that's the thing. They have like they have a big size to them. They feel like dungeons feel huge compared to like but a striker or something like that. They just feel doable. Like you know, you don't have yeah. to be like top tier to do it in an hour and a half. You know, like I don't know. And it's easier it to get three vulnerable. people together than six. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Like, yeah, that's that's what's kept we, me from doing ball and stuff like that. It's just hard to coordinate. We we uh, we have our regular raid nights on Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hippo, Hippo got fucking, he was so wasted before we even started raid night. <laughs> like he was messaging us at like four o'clock that he was taking shots and we don't raid until like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and dude, it was so funny because I forgot what we were doing, but he was setting up his character and he wasn't fully set up yet. And someone started the raid and he had like double SMGs on at that point. And he was like, all right, guys, I'm just running double SMGs. So we ran vault and he was double SMGs the entire time. Wow. And we we one phased everything up into the boss. Like we literally everything was first try flew through the shit like like butter. And then, like, everything just went to shit at the boss. But the best part was when we got to DPS, he had double SMGs, so he wasn't sitting in the middle where you normally sit for Vault to attack Atheon. He was up by Atheon. So motherfucker turned Atheon's back to us. So he's sitting by the stairs, SMGing him, and, and the other five people on the team don't have a crit spot to hit. And we're all just like yelling at him, like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And he's just like laughing, like SMG and Atheon. No, and uh, we had a raid team member uh, rage quit after the second attempt of SMG DPS. And we're like, OK, <laughs> so we had to, like do like a quick LFG and pull pull in a, another friend that was online and finish it. But wow. it was quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time. That's some great trolling. Real. Dude, you know, you got to appreciate good trolling on, like your, on your dedicated raid yeah. team, right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. I like the changes to Vogue, too. Um, the the change to Oracles, I think, is a welcome one. Makes it a little more interesting and more communication. Yeah. Yeah, it all seems to work really well. My team, my team switched, though, from running all the way across where you can see all six. Like, if you get pulled in, where you can see all six, like, crystals. Yeah, like at the at that final stage to like just standing in the middle. So you got to kind of like be able to do a 360 because they're above your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it took a second to like get that numbering down. That's how we do it. And then for whatever reason, we call it out as it is in the throne room. And so if you're the person who's calling it out <laughs> or listening, you're like, OK, so that's right. So if it's the further one, then that means it's actually on left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do see. We do one, two, three, four, five, six. No, you do left, no. right, center, back. Yeah, we have uh, you know far, far left, far mid, far right, close left. Oh close my mid, god! Close right. Yeah, we would die and in between the two rows, and so you're like doing the geometry in your head, trying to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> like, okay, so far left. That means it's actually uh, on my right. So I got to shoot this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, oh man! The last time I played Vogue, um, I was Dan Finity. Everybody knows him, loves him. Uh, pulled me in because usually when I want to raid, I ask him because I don't have five other friends to to get me in. So he usually has a crew, and he had one guy on the team who was like, "Have you ever done Vogue before?" 
And I was like, no, I've never, I've never done it on, on D2. And he proceeded to act like I've never played any raid ever in my entire life. And it was very funny because at the end of the uh, outside section, Dan was like, yeah, no, no. Ben's played Vault of Glass on, on D1. He's, he's actually played a lot of Destiny. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I didn't want to be the guy who says it, but yeah, dude, chill out. <laughs> Wait. Okay, I understand all of the explanations of the raid, but how do I shoot my gun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is video game? What's a PlayStation? I've never even heard of this thing. Okay, so I get all the mechanics. Which button is jump? <laughs> yeah. Look, I know to shoot the harpies, but what's uh, what class am I? This is really cool. Do you guys always shoot from the hip, or is there a way to aim too? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. the, far, the four of us always shoot from the hip. Uh, oh. Barely ADS. And that's All right. Back. You're listening like to it. Barely <laughs> ADS right now. Welcome to the reunion. 455. <laughs> <laughs> the reunion. Um, the thing I really wish Destiny would do is get rid of your light level. Get rid of levels entirely and let me play any content without having to go play a bunch of content I don't want. Because the real end game of Destiny is just trying to get those roles. So why I thought, am... I thought the what? end game of Destiny was to hide crucible weapons behind PVE activities and hide PVE weapons behind crucible activities. Is yeah, that, that not a hundred percent what it is? <laughs> every once in a while, they'll put something in Gambit just so everyone hates their life. Right. Although I will yeah. say the trials weapons this year or this season were actually PVP. Oriented. Yeah, yeah. Shire's wrath is uh, still pretty hot. I had oh, a bunch okay. of good ones, but I suck with SMGs. Just click on their head, forehead. It's easy. So, Ben, I see you sipping on a jewel. Uh, were you disappointed <laughs> when they got rid of your flavors? And they didn't get rid of his, I don't think, right? No, they did. I was, I was, I was puffing on the mango. And then they got rid of it. But that was like right when I started. So I just uh, switched see, I always, to Virginia tobacco. I always liked the mint back back when I used to partake. And now it's just like what you can get menthol and tobacco. Yeah. The way God yeah. intended. Okay. Hard pass. Yeah, yeah God, <laughs> God intended that menthol. Nothing like adding more shit to your cigarette to make it worse for you. The way God <laughs> intended. Okay. Um, none of these frou-frou things you're gonna be you're gonna smoke you're gonna do it the right way dude the one thing i really hated about college uh was that like if i was ever out and my friends were ever gonna help me out like or bum me one it was always like a newport i'm like how oh, yeah. always why do you why do you have <laughs> this like why do you there's so many better options like why are you i know yeah, every now and again a port hit the spot back in the day but I would not want an entire pack of them ever. That sounds like yeah. a torture. Gotta yeah. love well, it yeah, when I your mean... esophagus is bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like the they always hit the intended. spot because I was probably sitting there with like my hands trembling, like, "Hey, hey, you know, like itching my collar a little, like, hey, right. uh, you got? Uh, can I have can I have one of those, friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah." I always felt guilty, though, like if I was going to like bomb a smoke from a friend, I'd be like, here's seven dollars for a pack. <laughs> yeah, I, I would rather be giving you more than taking. I don't want to be I don't want to be a negative influence here. Yeah, Because back then, a pack of cigarettes was like three dollars. Oh, dude. 
Yeah. <laughs> now they actually are more than seven, I think. Are they really? I'm, I it's been so. a long time. Yeah. I don't believe anymore prices. either. So. Yeah, I had to quit. Um, I played some games. Did you? What'd you play? I played a game, a little, little game from from software called Bloodborne. Oh yeah, Bloodborne. Uh, what, I got what him back in my did groove. you play that on? My PlayStation Five. How'd that go yeah. for you? It was good. Um, so mm-hmm. Steve, I know just finished Bloodborne. I did. With the expansion, yeah. everybody, round of applause. Okay, yeah. true ending. Everybody killed. Task. Yeah, true ending. Yeah. Like he's got he's got fucking patches and shit. Guys, recognize. Yeah, no, I don't think you can kill patches in that game. No, no like patches hell. saying that he beat it with the DLC. Okay, so uh, anyways, it's it, dude. That, <laughs> That's that a FromSoft joke. <laughs> that DLC makes the main game look like it's nothing. Like it really yeah, does. So really, really yeah. hard. Yeah, that's like the only like, reason oh, it was worth playing. Honestly, <laughs> I've been struggling with this game, and then you get into the DLC, and you're like, "This the rest of this game has been a joke." Yeah, um, but I I've been trying to hop back in. I was getting my butt kicked, so I had Alex hop in and play with me today, and yeah. we beat one boss together, and then I died on the following two bosses, and Alex <laughs> had to finish them off by himself. <laughs> which he did both times. Which bosses you know? were they? Uh, Amygdala and and Rom. Well, what good are uh, friends yeah. if you can't call them in to finish a guy for you? Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. That's right. Yeah, I I had just forgotten how amazing this that game is. Like it's perfect. It's a freaking perfect game. Hearing Steve talk about it, I was like, I have to start playing this again. Yeah. And luckily I had a character that was like halfway through the game and I was like, okay. And And I hadn't really touched it. Yeah. That character, Alex and I have, I think beat every boss on co-op with that game. So that's fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Underutilized. It made me jump back into Sekiro after I beat it. Cause I was like, Ooh, Oh wow. You're back on that again. When were you, when was that? Like, was that the summer that you were on that? Sekiro was no, we were still doing the podcast. Me and Quack played at the same yeah, time. That was a while ago, two yeah. years yeah. ago, maybe. Because well, um, we were doing a fitness thing, and that was like your goal. Remember, like, was to beat the game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was definitely at least two summers ago. So okay, yeah. wow. But yeah, the uh, the old hunters DLC was like felt a lot more like Sekiro does, and so I was like, I want to jump back into Sekiro, and uh, it's a lot That's easier this time around. Amazing. Yeah, knowing what you're doing in Sekiro makes the early game, like up until Genichiro on the tower, just an absolute cakewalk. Because you're like, oh, I know all of your tricks. You can't touch me. Yep. 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 Yeah, I I first tried the first boss and that felt pretty good. So horse guy. I can't remember his name. So Quack, have you played Bloodborne? I forget. Yes. Yeah, I got... A ways in, I got to the Nightmare Frontier, and then I got stuck on the dude who just gives you frenzy and makes you die. And I got <laughs> frustrated and was like, "All right, that fuck killed this me game. earlier but, today." <laughs> yeah. Oh. So what I was, I was just wondering who everyone thinks the hardest boss in that game is. Orphan of Cause. Yes. Orphan. The of hard, question. The hardest for me was Lawrence. 
I hear that. I, I that's the only other one. I mean, you're yeah. wrong, but I get it. <laughs> no, like I, I understand. Just, the, I just uh, need to establish that yeah. that you might be stupid, but but we understand well, that you said those words. <laughs> objectively, orphan of costs is harder, but I I did beat orphan of costs in about thirty minutes. So yeah, that that it was not harder for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? The one that took me like three or four sittings and like hours of banging my head against the wall and you beat it in 30 minutes? That's not, <laughs> not fair. Everyone gets lucky sometimes. Wait, Steve, do you, right. do you turn the music off on that game? Uh, I did turn video. it off like halfway through. I was doing something else and I forgot to turn it back on. No, that's not fair. That that music builds the you tension really and makes it. mess up. Yeah. You got to redo it. You need to get the true <laughs> experience. Yeah. Yes. This is this is why I, costs didn't take you so long. I turned the music on on Destiny like two weeks ago. I was like, oh, I forgot that there's like just like forgot music that isn't that bad playing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I try to remember to turn it on for like the first time I do activities in Destiny, but I always forget. Yeah, it, it's hit or miss, man. Sometimes you just need to jam out to Spotify, you know. Yes. Beats to study and relax and shoot dregs too. Right? Yeah. Dregs too. Yeah. That's gonna be my new YouTube channel, Beats to Dude, Shoot Dregs too. That that like that, that station is like that station is like we're gonna have company over and we wanna have music on, but like there's kids walking around, so we can't have anything too offensive on. Like I can't play any of my playlists, right? So yeah. So like totally like that. It's Makes great. Sense. It's great background music for everything, man. Want to play that video games? Was um the the beats to study and relax to is what if beats but emo? Because like they're <laughs> all so sad sounding. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've tried to I've tried to jump around to a few of them, um, but I don't know. It's like a weird my my buddy. Uh, well, you guys know Squid, like yeah, yes, yeah. So so Squid plays he, Bloodborne and Sekiro and stuff. <laughs> real life, real life friend. Yeah, he, uh, we were talking. I think we were biking, and he was like, uh, "You know, you know what that is, right?" And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "It's just mushroom jazz with hip hop beats." I'm like, "Dude, you're fucking so right. It is totally just hip hop mushroom jazz." Yes. Nice. You know, it's not hip hop. Hip hop mushroom. I played a game called Scrap Mechanic. <laughs> Scrap mechanic. So let me tell. <laughs> I couldn't even try and nail that transition. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Scrap mechanics, a little game where you build cars. Okay, you build cars to complete obstacle courses. Sometimes those cars have rockets on them. Sometimes them cars have spider legs on them. It's a fantastic game. If you own a personal computer, you should check it out. It's very cheap. It's like fifteen dollars. It, it feels like it should be a mobile game, though. It's a PC game. Yes, and it's like yeah. Minecraft, but what if cars and obstacle course? Like you just yeah, have no, blocks. It's, it sounds like uh, it sounds like Bridge Builder, but like better, right? Oh, it is so fun! Like some of the rocket stuff that you have to do, they're like, okay, drive your car up a wall and then on the ceiling. So you're like, all right, guess I'm putting rockets on it that are just blasting me straight down. And it is very, it's it's fantastic. I'm like on level 36 out of 40 in the challenge mode and it it gets pretty tough at some points there's ones that took me a couple hours but if you got an engineering brain that you want to stretch a little bit that game will do it for you it's i like it very much so and that's probably all we're going to talk about scrap mechanic because nobody knows what that game is no no 
Sounds no, good. but I wouldn't mind having that on my phone. It's, it's not a phone game. You, you yeah. get Steam yeah. like it. You're, you're not a phone game, Ben. God, your mom's God. not a phone game. Uh, also, I've been playing a game called Bright Memory Infinite. I beat it. It's like two hours long. Uh, you know, you run around. You got a big long slide. You got the guns. You got the swords. You got a hand that has telekinetic powers in it. What, what else do you want in life? And it's all set check in, that out um, on Xbox. Yeah, it's it was made by like one guy, and then well, Bright Memory was made by one guy, and then they made kind of a remake of it with a team. Uh, it's got a couple parts that are like pretty janky, but a lot of it's like Unreal, like the asset store on Unreal. Yeah, so it was like pretty quickly made, but it looks fantastic. And chopping yeah. people up with that sword is good. It takes place in china or japan one of the i'm not too familiar i don't want to speak East. i think it's okay. china but um yeah at the end you fight a giant dude with six arms and he's got like a snake and an eagle and stuff. it's so sick it's very good i highly recommend it um another game that no one has has played or probably heard of but i can't think I, of like fighting a guy with six arms without thinking of like mortal Kombat. yeah big mortal Kombat shooter yeah. instead Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, there's a there's a whole scene with a car that just feels awful but it's very short a uh, little game called Hitman 3 mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I, I was talking about this earlier on the pre-show sorry listeners you're not hip to the pre-show okay I wasn't even part of the pre-show guys so don't feel bad he wasn't this is why I'm rehashing it mm -hmm. but Hitman 3 this is what you got to do listeners in any of these hitman one two and three of the reboots of them turn off the mission objectives okay listen with your ear holes find out you know listen to people's conversations find out how to kill people i was in a bank this guy was complaining about how he got fired and had to meet with the boss i knew i had to kill that boss so i killed him and then i took his sweater and then i went and i talked to the boss and i killed her okay it's fantastic it is art that game is fantastic. I cannot explain how good Hitman is. Um, just all around goofy stuff, knocking people out with bananas, just trying to kill every single person on the map. It's, it is a masterpiece in gaming. You know, what, when was the last time you dressed up in a flamingo mascot costume and killed a race car driver? Okay. Hmm. Probably a long time. Probably November. The first half, but. That was in Hitman 2, if I'm being fair. Uh, and then a little game uh, called Second Extinction that I played with with Zan and our friend Nick. Oh, yeah. Steve, why don't you tell me about sec Second in Extinction? Well, it's um, it's like Left for Dead, but instead of zombies, it's dinosaurs. And... Um, I mean, that's, that's basically it. <laughs> it's it's hero based. You have um, different like different characters have different abilities. You can call in like orbital strikes. One of the things mm -hmm. I really liked was in one of the missions. It's not just like go here, shoot the thing. Um, they had a server room that we had to try and evacuate all of like the hard drives from it. So you have to call down a little drop pod that has it's like a container drop pod. And a bunch of dinosaurs are coming at you. You have to try and shoot them while running in and out of this base and pulling hard drives. And you only have a few minutes to do it. 
and the more hard drives you get, the better score that you get, and the more resources and stuff like that. So I, I really actually really like that game. Uh, it was free on Epic a while ago, and I had seen like a stream of it, and we kind of took a chance on it. And there's some jank because it's an early access. We definitely had some dinosaurs that were stuck under walkways and things. We're trying to figure out like. <laughs> Good thing we had flame grenades and things of that nature to kind of kill oh, yeah. them in weird ways. But overall, like I wish the one mission that we played with Steve was not broken, but it was really good. Uh, was were they were they OG traditional dinosaurs or did no, you have they're feathers? mutated? Yeah. They're mutated. But I mean, like, do you got are they like the bird, like the feathered dinosaurs, no. like the appropriate dinosaurs? Or are we talking like OG Jurassic no, Park? Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Yeah, they yeah. have. Yeah the spitter ones and they're a big pain in the butt they had ones that are like can shoot electricity out of them and flashbang you it's it's it is terrifying and then like when the ankylosaurus shows up it is a, a horrifying experience because <laughs> you have basically the main enemy type is raptors and then you do fight gridlock at all no that's a that's oh. a, that's a beast war that's no, Gridlock was like he was Transformers, bro. This is Beast Wars, Dinobots. Beast Wars, man. Beast Wars. There was a dinosaur in Beast Wars. It was Megatron. He was he was a T Rex. Right. At least one dinosaur. Yep. We did fight a T Rex, and that was sick. And then, like when I was talking about the abilities, like one of them, you can throw pheromones down, and it's basically like it'll make all the dinosaurs attack a different one. So like. Throwing the pheromones on <laughs> the ankylosaurus while the T Rex is out, and you just get to see this battle go down while you're trying to kill both of them, cool. is much more fun than it has any right to be. That's cool. Because yeah, you like the premise of it. You're like, okay, like, yeah, whatever. And then you're playing. You're like, this is actually really good. The graphics aren't bad either, and the combat feels like a little bit jankier. Apex, I would say. Yeah, you got a big long slide in that game, and what it, honestly. If you're gonna put a slide in the game, you better be able to slide at a million miles an hour for Dude, 70. I'm still like, I don't even play Titan anymore. I'm still sad they took the giant slide out of the ice titans. Like when I that never first... played an ice class. <laughs> Dude, Zan, when that ice titan first dropped, you could slide forever. And you slowed people down if you slid by them. It was like so much fun to like just shotgun the shit out of people. <laughs> yeah that's basically all i've been playing just just a couple of games here and there been um recording a lot of music again that's good got a got a piano for christmas i've been playing that a bunch right. so my Skate, kids got a skateboard. keyboard i was hoping i was hoping that they would they would like start jamming out on it we could do some music stuff but it lasted all of like three weeks and now it just sits in the fucking corner and collects dust well, dog, but it was free gotta play it so no, yeah, I know. Well, I don't. I have my I have my fucking beat pad that I bought, but I don't even take the time to do that, man. See, right hand on the piano, left hand on the beat pad, mouth just, on the microphone. Honestly, like I would just need practice on my beat pad. Like I can do I because I'm so used to drawing. You know, like for for over a fucking decade, like it was keyboard and and drawing all my beats, like programming beats. You know. Like keyboard program, so like I don't have the the finger practice, so I would need to like literally actually put time into it. Yeah, just you know, 
do a little do a little solve solve for green okay yeah and then uh yeah, just sit I, down with the b-pad late at night have you guys sat with someone ever like who's good with an mpc myself it's fucking amazing yeah like uh when i worked at the when i worked at the club um our friday and saturday night dj who did kind of like a like pop hip-hop club dance night dj type guy he was also prince's dj on tour so at that time in the 2000s when prince was going because prince prince owned the club or used to own the club that we were at so like the the current owner was his old bodyguard and a lot of the people that that were there were came up with him in the 80s like our stage manager was like his his manager back like in the 80s that's awesome yeah so people in the club had ties to him so our dj was his current dj when he was touring at that point and uh we were friends so he as i was learning music he invited me over to the studio a couple times to like just hang out and do some music stuff and whatever and he had his studio was rad like when Prince would redo Paisley Park, he would give like people the option to take his old shit. So Homeboy's basement was all old Paisley Park stuff. No so like you shit. walk into his basement and like like all the old connectors that they had in the walls, you know, like to plug in all of your all of your amps and mics and all that, like was all there and like doors and soundboards. That's amazing. And, You're like um, one but, uh, degree away from Prince, dog. That's amazing. Well but dude, watching him like with the MPC, like we were like sitting around and, and smoking and he's like, just like, oh, I'm just going to like drop this beat, you know, and just watching him like tap, you know, like tap out a beat and hit like, you know, the the memory key and just keep going and just develop something right there mm-hmm. on the spot. Mm-hmm. Like when someone knows how to work those electronics, man, it's quite amazing to watch them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Love Anyways, we got we got, yeah, we got way off talking topic, but yeah, music shit's good. Music's good. Yep. Uh, Alex, what have you been playing? Oh man, so I put a whole bunch of stuff down here just because it's been a long time since all of us have chatted about games, and also I had like a two week vacation, uh, so I had a lot <laughs> of time to play big game, play games. So nice. Like Ben said, we played some Bloodborne, and got, gosh, that game is just so freaking perfect. You, you guys like know when that first came out? I'll look it up. This is old as fuck, right? 2015. I think it was 2015 really? or 2016. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought it was older than that. Okay. Over, yeah, over five so years. Um, but yeah, even after like not playing that and playing a couple of different Souls games in between it, it's just like just like riding a bike. It just translates so freaking well. Yeah. They translate to each game. other really well, too. Yeah, they those do, two games yeah. seem to complement each other. You, you pick craziness. up stuff that translates that really yeah. in different ways, you know? Like yeah. I, I yeah. just beat Dark Souls Remastered. Like that was my first time through Dark Souls 1 for the first time. I just beat that this last week or two. And just like way different paced game, but there was st- still, I know that yeah. playing that recently, you know, mm-hmm. helped me hopping back in this last after- afternoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like playing Overwatch or Call of Duty and jumping back into PvP and Destiny. Like they're oh, different paces, but like you, you totally can feel that like a new like oh okay. Anyways, yeah. absolutely. You guys excited for Elden Ring? Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. Yes. That's definitely my most anticipated game. And also I think it's scared be though. Yeah, I'm scared, but I want to be. <laughs> I want to be scared. I think it's the first one I'm going to blind. 
I've never blinded anything. I usually follow a walkthrough, which mm-hmm. you know, which I enjoy that experience. But yeah, they're pretty the first games. time. Yeah, and I mean that, that's the thing is that you like learn how to play from games. The more from games you play, you yeah. know, it's like after finishing Dark Souls, it's like, oh yeah, well, no wonder people thought that going from Dark Souls to 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 that to Bloodborne to that, you know. Um, Did Demon Souls so, seem really easy compared to all the other Souls games? Uh, sort of. I mean, but, yeah. only the second or third one I beaten though. So. But maybe I, did, I think I did Bloodborne and then Sekiro. So I mean, I did the hardest ones, and then I did Demon Souls. So yeah, it was pretty easy by that point. Yeah, especially did you play a royal? Which one, Alex? Did you mm-hmm. play as a royal in Demon Souls? The oh mage. hell yeah, definitely. Yeah, same. It's it's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I got but, that uh, freaking the 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 crescent fal- falchion, and I was I was good to go. Yeah, and the Chris, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that was amazing. I, I, I'm just, I'm so on board for all the soul stuff now. Elden Ring's gonna be amazing. Can't wait for it. Um, let's rattle a couple off. Uh, I picked up the Alan Wake remaster. And, uh, me and my girlfriend are about halfway through that. That's really good. The first time playing through that. It's pretty is, cool. Is it worth playing? Like, yeah. I, I've never played any Alan Wake stuff. I know nothing about it. You'll like it, Ben. It's cool. Okay. Yeah. Um. I checked out uh, the next gen version, No Man's Sky. I had a buddy that wanted to check that out. Pop that back in after not checking that out for like five years, and it's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool now. I heard that if you're um, into that that game, like the updates that they've made have made it much better. It, it has. It's still a lot. It's still really dense, but like, you know, if you like Minecraft and space. <laughs> you'll you'll have a good time. You'll have a great yeah. time in here. It, it, there's like, something crazy about like knowing that there's that it's like just a game you can never complete or end or oh, like 100%. satisfy. Like there's no finish in any sort of way. Like it's crazy. And you just just exist here. Have fun. Yeah, it's, it's just, fun with yeah. with friends. Yeah, you know. Huh. So that was that was cool to pop back in. Um, I played. I bit. I went through near Automata. I'm kind of going through backlog stuff, you know, stuff I've kind of missed last generation and stuff just while I wait for Elden Ring, basically. Nier Automata is a freaking masterpiece, and anyone that likes, like, action games or JRPGs needs to play that game. Um, it's definitely probably one of the most slept-on games of last generation. Cool. Uh, the the music is just freaking amazing, also. And, like, if you haven't checked out that soundtrack, uh, Ben and Steve, you guys would love it, for sure. It's a, uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's definitely like, it gives you the, like the, what the fuck vibes that like playing Final Fantasy seven on PS one for the first time gives you. It's pretty, pretty great. And that's all. And then, and then there's the way that it tells the story. That's pretty much all that you can really say about it, about spoiling stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something that, 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 uh, more people should play. Uh, I want to check out the the, the the remake that near replicant that came out this year. That was like the re, the remake of like the first game in the series. I'm going to check that out. Uh, here, that's pretty good too. Um, yeah, that's one that I've got on my PC, but haven't picked up and played. So that may be uh... you should. Do, it, it's it's excellent, Quack, and you'll 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 approach hour fifteen 
or so, and you'll be like, wait, am I really going to do this? And <laughs> the answer is yes. answer is yes, because after, like, hours, hours 12 through 20 are, are a little, a little stale. Everything else is perfect, legitimately. So, and, and even at the stale, it's still, like, the moment-to-moment stuff is so good, it really didn't impact me at all. I've just seen, like, a lot of criticism of that, Ooh. but... Just know that there's like a little hump, but get past that and it's all all gravy. And you'll know if you want to or not by the time you get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, play through Halo Infinite. I picked up an Xbox One X for like 200 bucks after skipping it completely this last generation. Um, just in time to play Halo, and I have no regrets. It's do, really do great. you enjoy it? Runs. I, I enjoyed it a lot. A lot. Nice. I, uh, I downloaded. I, I downloaded the uh, the PvP part of it, and I still yeah. haven't turned it. Like I got to the. I just got to the title screen to make sure it works. And I yeah. Haven't even picked it up since then. It's great. Get some buddies together, and it's it's just yeah. like, it's just like throwing it back, it, yeah. and it'll it'll get better. You know. The um, big team nice. battle stuff is is ridiculous. Like we have had so many times where we were playing and just endless laughter. And like, I don't know, it's my favorite part about that game is how much guys that are good at shooters don't like that game <laughs> because <laughs> there's like basically no headshot damage until you break the shield. And at that point, they're almost yeah. dead. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm so, not good at the game. And there's plenty of times where I get sweated all over and like the Halo rage, you know, the feelings of, of getting <laughs> stomped on at Halo. I felt that get pulled back from like a decade ago. It's the same exact feeling for good and man, worse, you know. Man, Halo's one of those games where when you can't do anything against the other team, you really bad. can't fucking do it. Yeah, like yeah, we <clears throat> back in the day we got on we had modded Xboxes, like the first gen of Xboxes. So mm-hmm. our Halo one matches were all online on private servers. Nice. And yeah. so we were getting we were getting tossed no matter what, right? Because we didn't own these servers. And like, sure, so we sure. probably don't have priority like bandwidth either. Exactly. Uh, so you're getting like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it was it was bad. But man, like, when you get stomped, like, you just can't do anything. Like, it's still no. that way, but intentionally, you know, you know, yeah, you know what no, you're getting you know, into. Well, yeah. I mean, with anything, the, the right? changes, yeah, the changes feel good for the first time, like. Since cool. reach, you know that's the that's the biggest, most important thing. It feels good to move around. Grapple shot fucking rocks. Period. I mean, that, that, I I enjoyed the campaign. It's, it's the best campaign since reach. I would say I never even finished Halo Four. It is like didn't you know I didn't care enough to, but I I enjoyed this one enough to finish it. And I'm excited that's to see cool. how it goes. Well, good you game. Should, you should play it. Hop in. Especially like if you can do big team battle, like the four v four is good. Yeah, yeah. Big team I, battle I, is dumb. I they have, have a lot I mean, of my, stuff to do. On, my problem on the, is on the this, multiplayer suite stuff. Yeah, you know, the scale having only four v four or six v six, um, or is it twelve v twelve actually for big team? Is big team twelve v twelve? I think it's twelve. Yeah, they need a six v six and an eight v eight mode for for the map selection they currently have there are some really big gaps that need to be filled uh still besides that i mean it's still really good if you get maps that fit with your game mode like appropriately 
there's like two or three maps that just don't fit either game mode quite right yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it hits, it hits really well. Yeah, I, I have no problem uh, playing it. I, I mean, I already have it downloaded, but I mean, it's the same as any other game that I own, right? Like, I'm still only mm-hmm. part of the way through Celeste, uh, you know, going on like Wednesday. That's a great game. Yeah. yeah was, Rob's, I never beat it, it two either. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm still like part way through Celeste. Like, I haven't even made it to the second menu of cyberpunk yet <laughs> like four yeah. hours into that game yeah I so that like, I just, yeah i'm waiting for that it's so hard for me man like i open up my library and i'm like uh pvp and destiny okay yeah. sure i the same thing sure. over and over yeah sure. yeah, yeah. like yeah i mean i do the same i jump back into the same games over and over again i've been playing overwatch again um yeah. i finally got some people that are down to do some of that so uh do you got squid with you no, I should hit him up. Actually, though, you should. But. He was hardcore Overwatch. Like when we, when I pulled him into Destiny, because mm-hmm. all the people who played with were toxic. Yeah, well, I, like, I bet he would jump in that shit with you. Yeah, he played with us before. Like when yeah. one of the times I jumped back into it, maybe three or four years ago. I don't know. I, I go back to Overwatch every so often. Quack, you should jump in too if you uh, ever feel like it. But I technically own it for PC because he bought it for me. Like yeah, three or four in, years That's ago. Funny. Yeah, when it was like twenty bucks on sale on Steam. Yeah. It's crossplay now uh, too. And I've been yeah. playing with Is my brother really? and some of his friends. Um, we actually Overwatch? had a six stack. Yeah, we had a six stack the other night and had nice, like, nice. good old time just screwing around. You know, doing the stupid quick play stuff. Like, all right, we're gonna get a Symmetra teleport and a Lucio speed boost, and oh, we're on the point, and the map is over. Yeah. Man, I haven't played in so long, but I really. Like back in the day, man, is either Lucio or Zen. Like I mm-hmm. loved being support. Like I just yeah, I was I like Lucio my, a lot. My jam. Yeah. yeah, I didn't play very I, much, but I liked the, the support role. You watching good people play Lucio back in the day with it, like riding on oh, walls and stuff and yeah. getting way up in the air. I've been trying to learn some new heroes too. So like I've been playing a lot of uh, the uh, the hamster ball. That's been yeah, pretty fun. I think that dropped right right when I was getting out of it, mm-hmm. and that that hamster ball's been around for like two three years now. Yeah, it's and fun. like uh, junk rat and Torbjorn, finally mm-hmm. starting to to play some of those again. So nice. Yeah, and then uh, jump back into MTG Arena because you know every year or two I have to jump back into that, and there's just like a a deck in the meta that is like my bread and butter. It's control so. It's kind of like a. It's like the way that Rob plays. I imagine it's troll deck. So you you prevent other people from doing things yeah. and, and, and slowly <laughs> yeah. win. And I've uh, managed to get up to plat rank in a week. So um, because they the season reset two days after I started playing again, it was like, oh, here we go, let's do it. So I might actually go for a master rank this time around. We'll see. Nice. I got to get my kids on the actual appropriate use of Pokemon cards because. God damn, do they have fucking libraries in their bedrooms and they don't even know how to play. If you can really? do a video was, game version of it, that'll teach them the rules because they can't well, not play by the rules. They have they have all the they have all the sword and shield games, but that's not the card game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's they the never made Pokemon trading card game translation. on computer. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there is. I just got to I mean, there's a million YouTube videos. I just got to take the like five minutes and sit down with them yeah pokemon tcg online mm-hmm. but then you have to worry about them spending all your money yeah they, they <laughs> dude 
The, the amount of cards that they have topples any baseball card collection I ever had as a child. Yeah. Oh man. And when I was playing magic in high school, I was the, the one deck that I recall being just like my favorite one that I did the best with in tournaments and things was valued over $500. <laughs> um, so it can get pretty expensive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Some of those cards were borrowed, but still. Yeah. One of my buddies that I uh, do a lot of biking and running with, he um, he has a kid the same age as Paige. So, or I'm sorry, you're younger. So kindergarten this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, they bought him cards, right? Because Pokemon cards are cool for kids of that age. And uh, the older the older son was going through the cards and he's like, uh, I think this card's worth a lot of money. And they went and checked online and it was like, like $200 or some shit. And my buddy's like, Dang. yeah, we're just going to take this card and sell it. And uh, we'll buy you more Pokemon cards because yeah. like <laughs> you're in kindergarten and you don't need to like, you know. Well, yeah, Pokemon cards you know are, you might want to take a look at your, your daughter's yeah. collection because they're, they're very popular right I, now. For, you know, for I've adults up, too. <laughs> yeah, I've looked up a few of them and they, they definitely have cards that are like, more than ten dollars you know they, yeah, have, they have some sure. that are that are that are under a hundred but more than ten yeah um but yeah. like i took a step back because i'm like you know what fuck it like i had baseball cards that were worth lots of money when i was little and it was knowing that they were worth lots of money that made them cool That's yeah hell yeah mm -hmm. so, exactly. so like for my kids like i don't i'm not in a position where i need to make money off of their cards like i know they might be worth something but fuck it let them have like this card is really cool and worth something because i like there's something to be said about that too right well, well, generally you know those cards are, right yeah 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 well all their all their is cool because a lot of the packs you get now come with sleeves and stuff so they have booklets oh, cool. and sleeves so mm, they like sleeve all of their good stuff yeah. yeah and then they keep them in tins and yeah as long as you see them you know giving them the, the value they deserve and treating them yeah right, yeah, yeah exactly and i'd be like i traded I, or traded this for something that's worth a couple mm -hmm. cents isn't this cool daddy like, and, well, like, and see you know i have to be like hands off with that right because like yeah knowing me i would be like no 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 don't bend it or like you know don't take it out you know or whatever right but my daughter my oldest is really smart i'm like so i was fishing the other day i'm like so you don't take any of your like special cards because my like my youngest sister is 16 years younger than me and like okay. she knows yeah. Pokemon way more than I do. So she's bought some cool cards for my daughters. And like cool, um, they're, cool. my my brother-in-law had done some research and done the same thing. So I'm like, you don't take any of those special cards and trade them, do you? And my daughter's like, no, nah, I just take I just take these ones that look cool that I don't care about and and, and nice. trade those for the ones I want. There you go. Like, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. That's the way to do it. Take those subpar yeah. ones and go, sh go mm -hmm. shuffle them off on the the kids in school exactly yeah, yeah. generally the right. high value cards are also strong for the game too like they're yeah they're high hit points and shiny and yeah. foils and yeah 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 oh and then uh last game i played uh just beat it two nights ago maybe uh guardians of the galaxy was oh, nice. just, just <laughs> so a pleasure good. what it, is that um, on all platforms yeah uh yeah i believe so it is what do you play it on 
I played on PS5. Um, okay. But it was just like a good 20 hour comic book story. You know, really? um, you almost didn't have to really play it. <laughs> like it, it could have been a, ver- a visual novel, um, but, and it gave me like very much mass effecty kind of feel to it. Oh. Lots of talking yeah. to your teammates. Uh, the story was the most important part of the game and yeah, just, uh, just a pleasure, honestly. It really was. What a, yeah. what a great surprise. I had yeah. no expectations at all for that game. Mm-hmm. And the story, ha- it's a page turner. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to play another chapter. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. What? where could they go from here? And they always surprise you, and the payoff is worth it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the best writing of, of any game this year, hands down, story-wise. I told, I told Alex so, after I beat it, I was like, this game is, uh, it's, it's just a, it's a turkey sandwich on white bread after you've been swimming in your friend's pool all day, <laughs> Doritos and like a Capri Sun. It, it's not. Is, like it, is it a big Capri Sun? Because like halfway through this turkey sandwich, I don't want to run out of liquid. It's normal. No, it's totally it's normal. It's totally normal size. <sighs> but it's not. You know? It's not a five star meal. Okay. No. It's no prime rib, but it's. But it's exactly the one you remember. You want. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's nostalgia. Like it. It's it's it feels like an Xbox 360 game. The gameplay is absolutely in every way fine. It is yeah. the most <laughs> fine playing game I've played. It's all really year. great. It does the job just enough for you to not be annoyed at it. Exactly. You know, like you're at some points, you're like, I really wish I could sprint, and then it, it goes away, and that you know, and, like and that's just, okay, right? Yeah. Yeah, or I wish my guns did more damage, but then you're still just like moving then, your way yeah, through. Eventually, you're done, you know? and you're into the next interesting story beat or choice you have to you want to make, and, and it's mm-hmm. and it's great. And you just look, and it's beautiful. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, it looks way better than I thought it was going to look. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like the, the game was not demoed was very well. Yeah, yeah, no. So, so everyone no. should play that game. I haven't seen it yet, but have you guys seen the new Spider-Man movie? Yes. I have yes. not. I loved Sand. it so much. I, okay. <laughs> All I've heard is Nessie went and saw it three fucking times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've just heard that it's amazing. Yeah. I cried yeah, like okay. five times. Right. Fluffy, we're going to yeah, need to see it good. before. I know. Like, as I know. Soon as possible. I, I'd like, I'm like torn between like wanting. Are you to behind? I'm behind. Like that's, yeah, that's I, my problem is that I'm like five movies behind. Oh, it I doesn't. Know, not, it doesn't matter timeline wise. I just want. I just yeah. want to stream it. Like my problem is, I just don't want to not be in my living room. Like I don't. Oh, no, sure. you need to see it in a theater. This is a go to the theater movie. Is it really? Yeah. Yes, it really is. It's very good. Yeah, it's a go to the what theater I, movie. I didn't even realize you were using that mic, Ben. <laughs> Always. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Always the handheld mm-hmm. dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah like. <laughs> Well, I'm like, I I had, like um, next, next time you need to just hold it the whole time and then also have like a whiteboard behind you so you can explain things and like have pie charts and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. class, my TED talk today is about Spider-Man. <laughs> and the best part when they talk about, ah, I'm not going to say it, but there's some really some it's there's so much fan service in that in that yeah, that, oh, yeah. that's what i've heard that well i'm not even like a big marvel guy like i tuned out like eight like after the eighth marvel cinematic movie universe yeah, but and I know they're on 22 guy. or whatever 
It is sure, a yeah. Spider-Man movie more than it is a Marvel movie. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, wait. How excited are you though for um, Spider-Verse Two? Oh, incredibly excited! Are you kidding me? Miles Morales is—he's the—he's—he's he's he's Puerto Spider-Man Rican now, right? You know, me and Ben are Puerto Rican. That's uh, our guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, movie one is still, I think, my favorite. My favorite superhero movie of all time. Mm-hmm. This is this is not a not a spoiler for the movie. Uh, the the thing Jamie Fox says uh, in that movie about about who he thought Spider-Man was is just chef's uh, kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, also, you know, um, Aaron Davis is in Homecoming. I don't know Spider-Man: Homecoming. He's he's. Uh, don't, if it's going to spoil anything in the no, it's not spoil. Aaron Davis. If you Google Aaron Davis, it tells you he's in Spider Verse. He's he's All Miles's right. uncle. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Predator. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Played by none other than uh, Donald Glover. Oh, cool. no shit. Yeah. I fuck man. Right. Prowler. I'm pro- oh, Prowler. Prowler. That's right. Thank yeah, you. yeah, Prowler. Thank you. Yeah. I fucked that up. Yeah. yeah I was like, no. wait a second. That's close, but not quite. <sighs> we, we had this discussion on, on another podcast, but my problem with like going to the theater is um, we're a family of four. So it's like 150 fucking dollars to go to the theater. What so, theater do you go to that's that much yeah, money? Dude, what? Like, like <laughs> should tickets? be like fifty dollars. No, oh, like and, tickets, and, and then though. like and then like fucking popcorn and like soda, and it's just it's it's stupid. Okay, so when are you like gonna teach your kids bucks. that you go to the dollar store first? Yeah, and- <laughs> I know, I know. I, I trust me, that's how that's, that's part how of the fun I grew of it. Up. My wife's family is definitely very much stop at Walgreens before you go to the movie theater yeah. type of thing. Sneak it in. Um, put this put this candy bar in your sock, you know? But, Make your but kids at the same time, I'm like, when <laughs> we like, walk so, in and my kids see the icy machine and they're like, can we have ices? I'm like, well, I, I fuck, I guess. The answer is like, no, because it's always broken. Yeah. No, <laughs> not at the movie broken, theater. Really. Only at McDonald's. Ours is. Every time I've been to, I have movie pass now. And every time okay. I go, it's broken. That's what Nessie has too. That's why. That's why he's like, yeah, dude. Sees like a movie every week. Movie Pass is good. I can't yeah, wait. Yeah. To see Bro, it. I haven't. I haven't been to the theater in like two years, maybe longer. Oh man, that was the thing that we did, me and my fiance, for a while because no one else is going to the movie theater. So yeah. we went to movies a lot, and we're the only people there a lot. Uh, I got to burn a day of PTO before like middle of March. Or else it goes away. So maybe I'll take a half day and go to a matinee by myself. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, uh, we rewatched all the Spider-Man movies before we went and saw it. The the Raimi ones, the the Mark Webb ones, the and uh, the Tom Holland ones. So yeah, um, and I gotta say, Amazing Spider-Man one, very good. I love that movie. What's this thing about that one? Yeah. yeah. Who is the Spider-Man in that one? Andrew Garfield. It's Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, their relationship is what makes that movie so good. It's it's just incredible. You truly believe that those two are in love. I do like Emma Stone. Yeah. I like video games. I don't remember this... Uh... <laughs> I don't, I don't remember it though. I'd have to look at, oh, of course it's not fucking working. Yeah. 
I'm I'm looking at this list and I see that Quack and Alex still have games. My my <laughs> list is really long, so I'm just gonna let Quack go at this point. I talked about <laughs> the order I mean, 1886 is on there. What, listen, what a good looking game. You should get that if it's five dollars. Oh, I accidentally bought say about it. that. Yeah, and if you accidentally bought it, play it and then be like, "That was neat," and then that's fine. My neat. list, uh, unsurprisingly, has Rocket League uh, and also the Rocket League mobile game. Uh, Rocket League Sideswipe? Yeah. I, got, I downloaded it when Rocket, Rocket League, League hit the Switch. I downloaded that for my kids, and they played it a little bit. But um, That was about that, all it lasted. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where I feel like you either get hooked on it or you play it three or four times, and you're like, okay, yeah, I get the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then I've been playing a fair bit of Super Auto Pets, which is the heck one is of that? Because it sounds super cute. <laughs> super Auto. It sounds like it. What were those fucking little like handheld pets? Tamagotchi? Tamagotchis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're playing Super Tamagotchi 3.0 for the PC. Um, Quack, did you buy the premium for Super Auto Pets? No, I haven't. <laughs> did, yeah. you, did you get the Super Dog DLC? I have not gotten the Super Dog DLC. It, it it's, it's just corgis. You just basically yeah. unlock a corgi. That's all it is. Dude, it's a and cool you can them with game. every other dog. No, I'm just kidding. I don't even know what this game is. It's like Sorry. a. It's an auto battler, kind of like uh, Dota Underlords or Team Fight Tactics. Um, oh. So you, but that's cool. Pick like little cute animals from the store and uh, level them up by buying more of the same kind. Um, and it's a strategy game it's fun with friends as well just to set up a little private lobby and you know shoot the shit while you're doing a game that doesn't require a whole lot of brain power while you're super auto petting yeah while you're (laughs) super heavy petting or super auto petting (laughs) (laughs) oh my play any other pet themed games uh yeah i played through and beat uh the remake of Pokemon Diamond, Brilliant Diamond. Um, oh, nice! It it's a Pokemon game. It's exactly what yeah. I thought it was going to be. It was fun. Uh, I'm on the um, post game stuff on the Battle Island, working to go get Heatran, and on the like versus tower and stuff like that. Um, it's one of those things where I feel like once you get to the post game, you kind of slow down a bit. Cause you're like, all right, I, I beat the elite four. I did all the, the interesting stuff. Um, I do like that brilliant diamond and diamond before it has some of the more challenging battles as far as like interesting compositions for the elite four. Hmm. Whereas I feel like a lot of the, the previous generations and some of the later ones, it's a lot of, you can just over level, um, their mons and beat them pretty handedly but cynthia's actually got like a pretty good strategy with how she sets up the field and sets up hazards and forces you to play a certain way yeah i have been on victory road for like a month (laughs) Wow! i need to just beat it i'm so close so that was the last that diamond was the last mainline pokemon that i've played and I've been really actually itching to get back into a Pokemon. Is it worth revisiting, do you think? I don't remember it. I mean, I remember it fondly enough. I remember it being totally a Pokemon game. 
I mean, right. If you like Pokemon, it, it will scratch that itch for you. Um, if more you so t- than Sword and Shield, question mm, the- mark. It's more a Pokemon game than Sword and Shield. It's more, it's okay. newer, right? Because Sword and yeah. Shield was was a remake, wasn't it? No. Sword Vice and Shield is brand new. Brilliant Diamond is a remake. Like, I've played oh, this game already okay. once. Okay. Like, I've already played this game, but I and don't know if, if you're I'm into the new stuff it. yet. Like, I'm like, my brain's only got really space for 500 Pokemon, you know? Yeah, if you just want to scratch the itch, download a ROM, honestly. Like, download a ROM, play through your old version that you really liked, and, like... My question for you, are you excited for Acreus? Ooh. Uh, yes. I yes. am. I, I saw am a video... I, did you see the... Yeah, did you see the gameplay? Did you see the gameplay yeah. thing released today? That's I didn't. No. Long. I saw a Snorlax chasing somebody, and I was like... I'm 50 like, 50 after yeah. watching the gameplay thing today. It could be cool. And I see about 20% of what they showed being super duper lame. But yeah. if the combat and the loop's good, that might be what, where I'm leaning. But yeah. I want to play a Pokemon game. I'm even I like thinking so- about Let's Go because I just love the OG 150 so much in that first. Let, let's Go was good. My kids, my kids played that, dude. This this last one that came out, though, Sword and, she- or Sword and Shield Day, I was surprised how fast they dropped it. That's what I'm saying, yeah. That's interesting. Like they, okay. I don't know if it was just because it was so close to uh, Let's Go. You know, like it's a new version and it's more updated, but it's still kind of the exact same game, right? Yeah. I mean, every Pokemon game is just the same game so why not pick the the one with the characters that i know and like versus these ones that i just don't get or have any attachment to that's that's kind of where i'm at yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's where i would say i would say if you're gonna play anyone just for the sake of playing it uh heart gold or soul silver is probably the best agreed but that's also the hardest ones to get a hold of like i don't got a freaking ds or 3ds like (laughs) you see that new handheld that came out that plays all those games now Analog pocket that doesn't yeah, do good luck getting one. analog pocket. I, I would definitely <laughs> yeah. put yeah, I would put an order in to get it sometime next year for 220 or whatever. But I also don't have any, I don't own any fucking cartridges at this point. No, so. I also don't own any cartridges. You can also get all those the, mall fucking kiosks, you know, exactly. valid again. <laughs> exactly. You, um, or I could spend a hundred dollars for a valid cart. You know, or, or yeah, get or the ROM, you, could, you know, or you could, yeah, you or you get could a, just a make, ROM like, cartridge crazy fucking like uh what's what's the stupid wire it yourself kits that you can do everything with with usb yeah. what, raspberry yeah. pi it. yeah exactly yeah, i got a i got a yeah. cracked vita that i've got a couple roms on so it's just like i got it i already have access to it i was really close to picking up that steam deck for quite some time too when they were advertising putting your order in sure yeah i was like fuck man like destiny just carry it around wherever i want like high quality portable destiny you know yeah that's one of those that i'm i'm on the wait and see train i will yeah i there's a product out and people are using it and people are like this is good and games run well on it I was I was all about it until the day where you had to put five dollars down on the pre-order, <laughs> and I started. I just I was doing more research, and the more research I did, the more 
I saw like they just flop product after product after product, and they were all yeah. The Steam's not known thing. for their hardware. Yeah, yeah, and that's where at that point I was like, okay, this is definitely a, like a sit it's back their best and get like for sure. But yeah, yeah it's a risky bet. Which ones? What's their their VR device? Rift, right? Is it Rift? No, Index. Vive? Index. In, yeah, that one's pretty good. That's their, pretty that's good, their biggest I mean, success. It's like the the best one you can get, right? The best technically, but not the most popular. Is it all cabled? Yeah, yeah, but it is I like I believe it's all cabled, but it is the it's yeah, it's better quality because you yeah. have cables, right? But yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it's like headphones, right? The headphones with the cable are better quality because there's no lag. But people want wireless exactly. because then you don't have a fucking this is cable. A, yeah, this, this is a, a major offshoot. But who's stoked for PSVR two? Like, I think I'm going to buy in at at. at this oh, point I've been hearing that VR. it's actually it's a good option for VR. I, and oh yeah. My one hang-up was, can I play Half-Life Alex on it? And uh, they're saying you probably can. They're saying you I probably enjoyed, can. Yeah. I enjoyed the PSVR. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. I really, mm-hmm. my neighbor got the Oculus. It's all wireless. And that's yeah. even cooler. So, like, yeah, all the all the new VR stuff is pretty rad for sure. Well, they're yeah. saying Ocul- or, uh, PSVR 2 is going to be more like the Index than the... Uh, quest the quest so it's going to be a more of a high-end uh like better hardware it's got one wire so you're still you're still tethered but the new controllers and not needing to set up like psvr one i think it actually makes it competitive and nice i i'll buy in at this point the only vr i've ever done was was over at ben's house checking out psvr one i'm sold on beat saber VR is really cool when someone else owns it. It was really dope to come over and play it that one time. Yeah, uh, you know, I I like <laughs> I played I played a bunch of different games. Like I played Resident Evil for a little bit until like I started going down the ladder, and then I was just like, ah. <laughs> uh, and like the Star Wars was okay, but I don't know, man. Beat Saber like was that was a blast. Really oh, was yeah. a lot of Beat fun. Saber. Yeah, I'm hoping that I, I believe I have a pretty decent confidence that that Sony will invest in making half like Alex type experiences for PSVR two, and it seems like the platform is more open to being third party compatible. So I think it'll be a decent way for people that don't that aren't PC gamers, you know, to try. I, honestly, I want I want one of those like low friction fucking discs that I can just sit in. And run 360 degrees. Oh, I know. My feet dude. And throw on like a VR helmet and give me oh, the, a fucking gun, and I'm good to go. Like, let me just play directional PvP. treadmill. No, yeah, I mean, dude. Let me just play PvP yeah. like that. I would be so happy. I'd be so happy. I'd be Straight so tired. Already player that's one. great. Yeah, I mean that's great, right? Like, I get a yeah. run, which I already like doing. Like, just eat a bunch of edibles and throw that thing on, and just go crazy for a while. Right. And the way it I just wonder how you jump, too, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. There's You're no like, reason, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, how does it register? What's a stride and what's a jump? Yeah, that's yeah. that's one question, right? Like, it's got you mm-hmm. running, but how does it know when you're jumping? Yeah, I bet you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, subconsciously, you wind up doing something different. It can read 
or it's probably got yeah. I bet you it's got cameras looking at you and being like, he ain't running. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was a major side tangent. Sorry, Quack, you got anything else to talk about what you've been playing? Uh and then I've been playing um, you know, the usual D D and uh Path I picked up and learned Pathfinder second edition. Um, Ooh, which is how's that? essentially I mean it's basically D and D three point five. Um, with a few things tweaked here and there. Um, but we, uh, my usual DM is running a, our fifth edition game, and uh, people were saying in the group that they wanted to learn Pathfinder. And so I said I'd pick it up and learn it. And so I've been running that game. And it's interesting. It's definitely more crunchy than Dungeons and Dragons, less of. Uh, yeah, if you want to do things, then just come up with your own way to do it and figure it out on the fly. And more like, if you want to do things, here's the system, here's the exact things you have to do and the way to set oh. it up. So right now it's more um, like it's a little slower paced just because we're still learning all the rules and, oh, shit, how do you do that? Go to the book, look it up, figure it out. Um, but as we're getting the hang of it, uh, I will say that the the way that encounters are set up, since it does not have things like bounded accuracy that 5e has, it's much easier to set up um, and do the prep as far as combat encounters and things like that are concerned, because it says, all right, this is the level of the monster that's you take it relative to your party's level and this many, you know, monsters that are two levels under yours means it's this hard of a fight, whereas 5e is a lot of uh yeah, I don't know. Just kind of vibe and throw things at your <laughs> players, and sometimes it's going to be really easy, and other times it's like, oh shit, everybody's dead. I have heard that once D and D players move to Pathfinder, they don't go back. I can see it both ways. There's a lot of like simplicity in Five E, where in Pathfinder, there's a lot of, oh, okay, so now there's you're standing on either side of this person, so now they have. Uh, minus two on their AC and a minus two on their reflex saves and they get this condition so you have to look up the condition and so there's a lot to keep in your head um, whereas with 5e it's like okay you're standing on the other side now you roll two dice and take the higher one which is way more yeah. simple and streamlined um, yeah. but if you play with people who you know, like to play kind of tactical top-down tabletop combat games. Uh, mm -hmm. Pathfinder's way more crunchy and gives you a lot more mechanics for interacting with the world in a way that is uh, satisfying. Or like me, who learned D&D with 3.5. Yeah, I'm sure you <laughs> would take to Pathfinder like a fish takes to water. I've been hankering for some D&D &D action, but... Uh... I don't have a, a squad, so have to make that happen. Yeah, you got to hit up Mr. Nips if you can pull him out of New World. So I had a campaign going with him and Val and TJ and uh, I can't, I don't remember which one, Ghost or Nessie. Um, and it was going really well. And then it just stopped like a lot of D&D &D campaigns do. It just no longer was happening. So I know, um, I know he's active and Val's still active. I think, I think uh clay falco is is active got but got split into another clan or some shit like that but is getting back 
I know there's a bunch of weirdness with the clans in New World and like, or factions or whatever they're called. Yeah. And like, who could be where, but. I was playing that with them for a little while and I just didn't, it wasn't going to, it doesn't have the longevity, I don't think. I think that game is going yeah. to die in the next year. Um, yeah. So. Sadly, yeah. but I'm glad they're having I would, fun with I it. I would say of the, of the like 15 people that I know that that started playing it, there's only three three or four that are still playing it. Yeah. But hey, you know what, man? More games better, right? Keep keep pumping shit out. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully that makes some people that weren't ever into MMOs get into MMOs, like because uh, that could be the uh, the gateway to Final Fantasy 14 for some people or something, you know. Which is is fourteen the one where they had leather jacks jackets and rode around in the fucking uh, convertible? It's thirteen. No, that's fifteen. Oh, that's fifteen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, fourteen's the MMO. It's a lot more like nine than anything else. I would say. I don't think fourteen is for sale right now. They took it off of sale. Yeah, they can't. It's doing so. The yeah, the servers are struggling, so you cannot buy it right now. <laughs> it's always good to have in your game that's established and has yeah. some time behind it. <laughs> like we just gotta take this offline for a little bit. I saw that they took uh, Halo Three servers offline, or they're about to take Halo Three servers offline. Yeah, the OG three sixty version. Yeah. Wow, those are still going. That's impressive. They were. They're off now. Yeah, end at the end of the last year. Yeah, hmm. you can still play in the Master Chief collection and stuff. So there's still like a version of Halo Three out there, but at least not the 360 is dead. But they were still yeah. going. That was a decade or so, you know. Yeah, I never played Three, which I've heard is the really? best one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a shooter guy. Three's good. <laughs> Three's good. Yeah. So. That's all. Cool. Video games. Nice. Oh yeah. Um, I like video games. What do you think, boys? Should we uh should we just say uh should we say it's been a good podcast, add some fucking songs and get to bed? I mean I, I think, think two hours move. is pretty solid. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh I opened I was responsible. I grabbed Discord and opened it up so I can get things. So Rob Normally, we start the fucking thing off with what did Ben send us this week? But Ben's here. So now we're starting it off with what did Rob send us this week? He sent a song in from Germany. He sent a song in from Germany and I just wow. pasted the fucking link and it didn't work. It's Rob. Try that again. <laughs> it's Romstein. It probably it probably is Romstein. That's amazing. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be amazing if it really was? It, like it's the, his link that he sent me is fucking with me either way. It just keeps saying <laughs> fucking reload. What the hell? Rob. Okay, well, Bala. um, we're gonna try this one more time, but I think uh, maybe it actually is Romstein. I I think what he no what he sent me is an incomplete link, so it's not getting added. So it Ooh. is what it is. So yeah, let's start with Ben. Uh, Ben, what do you have for the playlist tonight? Today, I have selected uh, one of the finest songs from Touche Amore. It's called New Halloween. This is not the first time we... Is this... How this do I know this band? This is the band I picked for my music episode. But also, Okay, I was going to say, I know this band, dude. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. So what did you, what did you say about this pick? Uh, it's called new Halloween. It's one of their later songs. It's not like, I don't think it's current, but it's, it's, it's not on the album that I first heard. Oh shoot. This is from 2016. This is not even later at all. It's not from the 2011 one that I listened to all. So, so what you're telling our listeners is like, you like lying to them. Yes. And hurting their feelings. Listeners. I know you can't see me, but I'm looking right into the camera at you. I'm peering into your soul with my voice, and I'm sorry. All right. Uh, Zan, what do you got for me? All right. So mine comes with a story. Um, uh, yeah. It was in Germany, and it's Rammstein. Uh, is it Rammstein? It's Rammstein, isn't it? No. Um, so they, uh, the future brother-in-law uh, and I went to a show in Asheville um, probably about a month or so ago. And uh, to see a band called Zach Mexico, who's this like super weird surfer rock kind of group. And one of the opening bands was called Stagbriar. They're from Columbia, South Carolina. And I just like really, really dug them. So it's like very, very rare to go. Well, not rare for like me, Ben and Alex, because the Akron music scene's amazing. But you go to a show and the local music scene, um, just does such a good job of planting people in like one of the openers just hits you. And this is one of those bands. They're a spacey folk rock band. Um, and the, so the song I picked was called first to the feast. And uh, yeah, they got a, they normally when I go to a show, I just stand there and watch and I kind of pick apart things and like let my brain compute. I, I take music very math science. Uh, are, you, are you saying that, that you're judgy, but in a fancy way? No, I, I, I like, I like to listen to like the individual pieces parts and how they go together and things like that. And then in, okay, when okay. they played this song, um, live, they got a woo out of me and that is not something that usually happens. Nice. So <laughs> woo. I, I will, I yeah. will tell the podcast, um, listeners that Zan and I spent many romantic evenings together when he was in Wisconsin for the beer fest. And, uh, it took a lot for me to get a woo out of him. So yes, yeah. it's on the back of the true. album. They said, Seven Eleven quote woo. Right. <laughs> it's actually the only note on the back of the album. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's dope. Spaceful. That's, that's like cool, man. Awesome. Uh, they only have 3000 plays on this song too. So I'm excited to like get into this, this underground music that you're sharing with us. Unlike that pop hip stuff that Ben gave us before you. Jeez, Ben. Yeah, sorry, guys. You can listen to the radio a little bit more, man. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Alex, what do you got for us? Uh, I just dropped a link here. It's a song called Sunshine is Boring by Glow in the Dark. It's a band. It's the bass player from a band called Weatherbox. This is his band called Glow in the Dark out of san diego just a little upstart thing i really have been enjoying watching them get try to get started over the last year or two uh really good pop punk like riding your skateboard around song so sweet enjoy wanna ride my skateboard wanna ride my skateboard the unreleased dead astronaut song dude we have an entire fucking unreleased album we have like 20 songs that are less than 30 seconds long that could just be a series of shorts 
Yeah, you know what like, you guys should do? What this is like totally off the head. No one's ever done it before. What if you just do an album of only thirty second songs, and you call it like we have it, call it like like shorter songs for shorter people. It's totally totally unique idea. No one's ever done it. I think you guys can get away with it. Alex, that's that's a slight against you. Tiny, I, I, tiny it's, songs it's for tiny brand, people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite it's is Runaway Dad. Short. Yeah, Runaway Dad's a classic. Ever, yeah. Did Did you guys ever listen to the any of the short music for short peoples back in the day? No, was that a NoFX no. album? No, dude, Fat Record. You guys don't even know this song, man. It just kills the entire joke. Fat Records totally did like compilations back in the day, and they had a couple of them, and everything's a 30-second song or less. So it's like oh, yeah. all these great punk bands, but they, all the songs had to be less than 30 seconds. Sure. Mm-hmm. I yeah. 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 Definitely. The album has 50 you, songs on it. Yeah, right. it, it really does. Yeah, you should right. definitely definitely check it out because there is like 40 artists on it and they're all like good. That's okay. Uh, Quack, what do you got for us? Uh, I've got a song called One Last Cigarette by the band Camino. And it's just a, a catchy tune that anytime it comes on gets stuck in my head for the next week or so. So, Ooh, I like it. I listened to that, that Bubbling Carmack remix the other day, Quack. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was good. I wish that was uh, on Spotify because that is my preferred listening platform. But yeah, you got to go to whatever weird website he uploaded it to. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I am. So this is not my normal pick, um, but we were we were driving a snowboard in last night, and the song came on the radio, and it was like an acoustic, uh, acoustic cover of a song. And like, Debbie and I are sitting in the car, we're driving to the hill, and I'm like, who fucking sings this song? And like it was one of those moments where you know the song that's being played, but it's so different from the original that like you just can't like figure it out. And like, is this is it a girl uh-huh. that sings a song? Is it is it like an emo dude that sings a song? Like I just couldn't. Like, why play. does it sound different? But yeah, I know yeah, it exactly. does, but so, I can't figure out why. So I'm putting the original on. So it was it ended up being a cover of the Postal Service song Such Great Heights. No, no. Um, that's the original, dude. You're talking that? about the, the Iron and Wine. Maybe. Is it, Iron, is it Iron and Wine? Iron and Wine's the original. I, oh, okay. No, no, no. This was this was something that was being played on the current, which is like our our local, like not owned by Clear Channel radio station. Oh. Like they actually they actually like play like local and good music. You know, mm-hmm. like everything from like Atmosphere and Rhyme Sayers to like. Lizzo, you know, before she was a big thing and all that shit. Was it and one guy and a finger picked acoustic guitar? Me, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe yeah. is that yeah, the original? That's yeah, the original. Oh, really? So the the postal service version's the cover. So wait, what is the original called? It's uh, it, yeah, such great heights by Iron and Wine. There, he's amazing. You should listen to other oh, wow. Iron Street and Wine. Streetlight Manifesto also did a cover. But theirs is a cover really? of the Postal Service. Yeah. Iron <laughs> <laughs> and Wine. We're going to fuck it. We're adding that one too. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, check them out. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff from, from Iron and Wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. 
Okay. Iron and yeah. So, anyways, I came up while we were while we were riding last night, and for whatever reason, because of the controversy in the car and trying to figure out who it was, on the way back, like after a good session of snowboarding, you know, everyone's like in a great mood. Uh, you know, we were trying to decide what to listen to. We put on the original, and I'm like, "Fuck it, this is going on the playlist tomorrow. It's a good song." Oh yeah. So great song. A deviation from my normal hip hop or punk or reggae additions. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, boys. I think uh, I think that's it. All right, Ben. So did it. we'll just need to get your sheet so we can sign off that you've got your hours. Um, and you'll oh, yeah, for the for officer. the court mandated. Yes. Thank you all for all listening right. to my court mandated therapy. Be sure to I sign mean, up on my sheet. Go to our website and get the T-shirts. <laughs> go, to, go, go to my website and sign off. Uh, it is www.southcarolina.gov backslash anger management backslash therapy backslash Malone.html <laughs> hyphen yeah hyphen <laughs> xyx2339 yeah. <laughs> Um, no, boys, it was a lot of fun. We need to we need to do this again once Rob is back in the great. states. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. It was yeah. a good reunion. Yeah, it's, it's good talking to everybody. You know, yeah, good talking video games and also just random bullshit. So that's, yeah. that's yeah, what definitely. we like in a show. Yeah, I remember. I'd, I'd, I'd ask you to plug stuff, but there's nothing to fucking plug, right? No, just I don't remember, know. Uh, Newport's uh, the way God intended and microwave steak. Smoke Newports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez.